Hello and welcome back to the HFFL pod. This is the Learned Doctor edition. We have the doctor, Uncle Brendan on. Uncle Brendan, how you doing? I'm good. I finally decided to grow up and get a real job and it sucks. I'm a month in. <laughs> he doctor though. Welcome to the rest of your life. Yep, 40 more years. And then uh, we got another uh, accomplishment here. The master of barges, Kellen Lynch. Kellen, how's it going? Uh, it's going good. I'm on top of the world. Go Tigers. I'm done. It was a long 25 months, but it's over. Hey, I don't remember if I told you this. Um, I made a bet on LSU to win the Natty this coming year. Five bucks to win like 500. Um, <laughs> terrible bet, I know. But what if it happened? So that payout sounds appropriate for <laughs> for the odds um yeah i don't even know who our quarterback is gonna be but i know Kayshawn Boutte is gonna put up some numbers this year he's a, he's a stud so he got hurt last year but he's gonna be a first round pick next year's draft so it doesn't matter though off. all they have is family and that's all they need that's true <laughs> i uh i hope i'm wrong i think bk is gonna be a train wreck down in the bayou I, he's gonna be fine i hope so we'll he's see he's gonna be fine all right, so we are going to talk about everyone's teams, everyone's favorite pod. Everybody gets, everybody loves to hear uh, the positives and, of course, the negatives about their team. So that's what we're going to do. This is a little bit of, little bit of, you know, just a, a pre-primer, if you will, before the offseason gets started here. Um, but my first thing I want to make sure everybody does, that league's a little quiet at the moment. Obviously, everything's about to ramp up here. So get that trade block updated. You know, we got to make sure that uh, everybody knows what you got, what you want to move, what you're looking for. Um, so get those trade blocks updated as we can get some moves. Um, and then as far as the rule change proposal period, uh, we are currently smack dab uh, in the middle, actually closer to the end of that. We have two more days. So July 7th at 9 p.m. So Thursday is when that deadline hits. We have not had a single rule change proposed currently. If we do not have any in the next two days, what we're going to do is we're going to move things up because there's no point in having you know, a seven-day discussion window and a three-day voting period if we're not even going to have a rule change. So if that happens, we're going to move keepers up to Sunday night. So that'd be the 10th at 9 p.m. And again, I'll put this out on the, in the group chat and everything for everyone. Uh, free agency will be next week. So Monday through Thursday, the 11th through the 14th for your free agent bids. Um, and we can go over all of that again in the chat. And then the draft's going to start Friday at 9 a.m., a.k.a. Thursday night, like it always does. But that's, that's going to be the tentative backup plan if we do not get any proposals. Now, that said... Um, pre-pod here, Kellen was talking about a little bit of an idea that he wants to spitball, um, not an official proposal, but something he wants to chat about. So Kellen, go ahead. The floor is yours. Yeah, sure. But first and foremost, Jimmy, so if someone were to make a proposal, how would they do so? So um, first of all, you'd read the instructions. Just, just <laughs> Open your fucking eyes and look. <laughs> <laughs> so you need, you need to make a message board post. That's how you start it. And then if I were okay. you, you got to remember, you got to be a salesman here. You want to change, yeah. you need to make a, a salesman's pitch. So you make a message board proposal or post, and then I would tag everybody in chat and get some discussion going. Cause that's, you know, what, what better way to, to sell your idea than to put it out, you know, put it out there, but you need to have an official message board post stating what you're looking for. Um, and then we'll go from there. Okay. Easy enough. Um, I'm sure I wasn't the only one with that question, but uh, <laughs> I'll be the whipping boy for asking it anyway, but. Um, yeah, so my idea, uh, we've talked, it's not even something I feel that strongly about. I don't know if I'm even going to propose it, but every year in the draft, uh, it kind of irks me that we have these stud D tackles coming out of college 
and they just go undrafted. Uh, it was either a year or two ago, Javon Kinlaw, he's a first-round NFL pick. He's a stud out of South Carolina, and he goes undrafted in our league. Uh, Jordan Davis this year, does he even get drafted? I don't know. I don't know if Aaron Donald even got drafted when he came out. I think that was before me and Brennan were in the league because I got him in the dispersal draft. So I don't know if he was a free agency pickup or what, but um, I'm not 100% positive how it would work. Currently, we start two D linemen, wherever, if they're D tackle or DN. Maybe I propose we start one D tackle and one D end, or if we just add one D tackle spot and still start two D ends. I don't even know, but I wanted to kind of just voice that thought and see if any further conversations get kicked up because I feel like we're just ignoring D tackle. And I mean, it's an important position in football. So uh, more more important than kickers. So uh, and that's me admitting that. So uh, I don't know. I just, I don't know. I love uh, drafting defensive players and and the whole defensive IDP aspect. That's why I love this league. I'll never join another non-IDP league um, because I'm, I I just love this format so much. So I don't know if anyone's got my back on this. And again, I don't only feel that like strongly about it, but just a thought wanted to throw it out there. What do you think about that, Brennan? I definitely don't like dropping a DN because I have worked very hard to build up a DN position, but I don't mind adding a D tackle position. Yeah, just wait till they get robbed you and they turn into a linebacker. <laughs> yeah, well, yep. does, I can do that. That does happen to some of us. Uh, Sorry, us but, 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 um, yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't necessarily think it's a bad idea. I definitely agree with you that they're more valuable than kickers. I don't even think that's comparable. Um, but at the end of the day, you know, I don't, I don't know that this is something that would get a lot of traction adding a DT only type position. But, you know, if you decide you want to post it, it's certainly worth discussion. Um, and we can see, you know, what the league feels, you know, get a little, little hot or cold taste on it. But, but yeah, I think, uh, I think we should, you know, put, you should put it out there in chat and just see uh, if you can get any traction and see if it's worth your time to, to put a proposal in. Sure. I don't even know if I'll propose it or not. If it loses 13 to one, I won't even be butthurt about it. I'm just kind of <laughs> curious to see how everyone else feels. Um, I did actually think of one other idea, and I'm not. Even, I'm just going to say it, and not even elaborate. But I'm not against larger roster sizes either. <laughs> Me ever. I'm never against larger roster sizes. I don't know who the hell I'm going to cut. But, I think uh, we should add a punter because I really want to draft that kid that just signed with Buffalo. So <laughs> join Waffle. Yeah, Waffle. Waffle's got punters. I lost a uh, playoff game to a punter. Still salty. <laughs> it's probably why I've got uh, such a vendetta against kickers in general. <laughs> punters destroy me. That'll do All it. Right. So we are going to go over each of the teams. Uh, we're going to start using the draft order. Uh, so where you would have picked had everyone, you know, still had their picks. Um, so we're going to start with Kobe's team. So Brendan, why don't you tell us about a strength of Kobe's team? Okay. Um, so there was no like trade updates or league news or anything to talk about. No, we do have what? a name change. We do. As of t- 10 minutes ago. Oh, is it the you? team formerly known as make my team great again is now known as Dr. Make my team great again. <laughs> I love it. That's that's amazing. So, Kobe, I got team strength. Uh, Just in his defense. Um, Defensive back, he's pretty good. Jalen Ramsey, Taylor Rapp, both got 200 points. Linebacker, um, he'll have to play the matchups week by week a little bit, but he's got four or five guys there that I think could play um, in a given week. Uh, And DN just isn't bad overall either. So, 
Uh, this is a team that's still in the rebuilding process, but I think defensively he's got some good pieces there. Yeah. And then, Sorry, go ahead. Well, nope, you go ahead, Ben. Nope. Go. <laughs> so <laughs> so kind of piggybacking off of your defense, um, I just wanted to kind of take a peek and see where Kobe was at. So last year, league average defense is 29-49 on the season as a whole. That's not really a good number, though. I like weeks 1 through 14. Pause for effect here. There you go. Boom. So franchise average is 24-63 through weeks 1 through 14. So that's our regular season. And then Kobe in that time frame is is a little bit below league average as far as his starters were concerned. Um, Looks like he got crushed in his defensive back scoring, which surprised me, too, um, because I agree with you, Brennan, that he's got a decent – back unit there but he's got a couple guys with high points that's surprising yeah, yeah interesting all right go ahead uh Callen. what you got so we're we just doing strength right now yep just strength okay so i mean he he doesn't have many for strength but <laughs> uh what what i wrote down is he's got a pair of errands uh he's got back-to-back mvp aaron Rodgers, and he's got a solid running back in aaron jones um I, I would like to see him move these two players before any injuries pop up. I feel like Aaron Rodgers, not Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Jones uh, is just kind of inevitably, he, he makes his inevitable trips on the IR every year for one or two times. So I'd move him now in the off season, maybe get some draft capital, but uh, I'd say his strength is uh, those two errands that he has that he can move for some future assets. Okay. Uh, for me, it's the quarterbacks. I, I think he's got uh, three top 15 quarterbacks this year. I, I do believe that. Um, I think Lance is going to start. I think he's going to push for a thousand yards rushing. He's, I mean, I don't know what he is as a passer, but running the ball, he's, he's a hell of an athlete. So should be interesting to see what happens there. And then I, yeah, everybody knows I'm, I'm team Tua. Uh, there's no doubt. I love the guy. Um, I'd love to get him so I can do a, a poor man's, let's call it what it is, a homeless man's version of the uh, Mahomes Tyreek stack that I paid up for last year. So Kobe, I uh, still want Tua. Uh, let's make a move here, and um, you know that I value him as a top fifteen quarterback. So let's uh, let's get that done. So maybe Jalen Hurts. I don't want Jalen Hurts. I can't afford him. A better Tua. A better Tua. Hey, Jalen Hurts is fine. I have nothing we, against Jalen Hurts. We should have had an over under for how long it took Brendan to mention that Jalen Hurts is on the board. <laughs> is Jalen Hurts available? He is more <laughs> than available. It's more I don't know than available. But yes, he's going to sell him for like a third someday <laughs> just to get him. And it's going to be hilarious. I don't understand why nobody wants him. I think he's fine. I think he's, he's a good, good. player. Yeah. He was great last year. What was he, Football quarterback six? Level. Something like that. Yeah, he was great. He might have been higher. He, he may have been. I'll look that up while you talk about his weaknesses. Uh, so I'm, I'm assuming we're all going to say wide receiver here. Other than Deontay Johnson, it's pretty bleak. Um, He's got a lot of older guys, A.J. Green, Allen Robinson, a lot. Maybe they bounce back, but I, they're probably on their back, the back of nine here. Um, a lot of has-been guys. Um, if he can get some guys to stay on the field, unlike last year, he might be able to turn it around like Slayton. Um, but overall, just the wide receiver group as a whole, it's pretty bleak. Yeah, what about you, Kellen? What do you got for his weaknesses? And then uh, yeah, as far as – as far as uh, Hertz goes, he was quarterback nine uh, overall, quarterback eleven in points per game. Um, he got hurt week in week twelve, missed week thirteen. That kind of took him out of the running there. Up ten, the yeah. quarterback, the starter, no doubt yeah. in a fourteen-team league. 
Um, yeah, Brendan, I agree. The, the wide receiver core needs some work for sure. But my weakness, I, I disagreed with you. Actually, I thought his defensive unit as a whole needed some love. So um, that was my weakness was defense overall. Okay. Um, for me, it's just depth overall at running back and wide receiver. Like Kellen talked about earlier, I, I love, you know, especially this year, um, Aaron Jones, I feel like he's just going to eat this year. A.J. Dillon should should be good. Obviously, Deontay and Allen Robinson are good. Um, I know I'm kind of on a lone man here with Allen Robinson. I don't know that he is. Obviously, he's not what he was, but I still think he's got wide receiver two potential here. So, And then I, I am slightly interested to see what happens with uh, Marquez Valdez-Scantling. I mean, three years, 30 million to go to Kansas City. You know, is he just a 900-yard, you know, 50-catch, 900-yard, six-touchdown guy still? I, I don't know. Probably. But it's, it's interesting, at least, you know, he's a, a nice dart throw to have. But really, other than that, you know, I think he's got to think he's got to just work to bolster that running back and wide receiver depth. And I know a guy with a lot of wide receivers who's interested with Tua. So should be interesting. Could be a suggested move to make. So what is your suggested move to make here for, for Team Kobe, Brennan? So Kobe is definitely in the rebuilding process. I think he knows that he does have a few pieces that might be interesting to some people like Aaron Rodgers, AJ Dillon, Aaron Jones, and Noah fan, I think might be uh, something Kobe might be uh, able to get some high offers to because he's going to be playing with Russ. I think Kobe needs to start moving oh. some of these pieces. Um get some draft capital. I don't know if Kobe's a draft capital guy or if he's a young player guy, but either way, he should be able to get some decent pieces if he can move a couple of those guys. So Kellen bit his tongue there because Noah Fant was involved in that Denver and Seattle deal. He's actually in Seattle now. Oh, shit. Forgot about that. Yeah. Totally missed that up. That's all right. Yeah, just ignore that. Minor detail. (laughs) What about you, Kellen? What's your uh, suggestion here? Uh, I just wrote embrace the suck. Uh, he owns all of his picks this year and next. I would say, I already said, move Aaron Rodgers and Aaron Jones now before anything happens uh, health-wise. Um, I, I would say just leave no doubt in getting 101 next year. Yeah. Um, I have the same with Aaron Jones. You know, the clock is ticking. His value is never going to be higher than it is today. Um, I also have that you should wait and hold Allen Robinson until in season. I really think, you know, month, six weeks into the year, he's going to be filling that Robert Woods role and he's going to be fine. And everybody's going to be like, well, shit, you know, he's, he's solid. Let's, let's go get him. So I would say hold off on Robinson specifically until midseason, but definitely sell. I um, mean, I agree with you. Embrace the suck here. So Brennan, Dr. Can he make the playoffs in 2022? No, I think he's a uh, top bottom three. Yeah. What about you, Kellen? I agree. I don't think there's a chance, but Jimmy, I have a question. What if Odell signs with the Rams somehow, if they just print more money, you, uh, how does your view on Allen Robinson change that? Well, if he does, I mean, Odell's not going to be ready for the first six weeks of the year. So there you go. Six weeks. Does that hurt his trade, Allen Robinson's trade? Possibly. Sure. That Odell's coming back. Sure. But I mean, Odell did, wasn't that in the, in the Super Bowl that he tore his ACL? Yeah. He got a touchdown and then he got hurt. Yeah, so I mean, we're talking about a, a February ACL tear. I mean, we're talking a very perfect world scenario. He's back in November. I mean, I don't think OBJ is is a factor this year for fantasy anyway. So I, I wouldn't be worried about OBJ. No. Sure. Wanted to ask. Um, and then I agree with you guys. Uh, I I don't I think he's he's bottom three right now. Um, just got to get rid of these assets. You know, while they while they still have value. All right, on to Rich. Kellen, start us off. What do you have a strength for Rich? 
Rich. So team strength. Uh, Rich has a couple of dudes in Waller and Kareem Hunt. He's also got some dudes that are kind of right on the hype train this offseason. Trevor Lawrence, DJ Shark, Gabe Davis, Russell Gage. Um, so he doesn't have a completely bare roster. Uh, but I had my biggest strength is Rich knows what time it is. And it's time to rebuild. Because uh, he's already stockpiled picks for this year and next. He has nine picks this year and ten next year. So I think what's really going to help Rich out is he looked himself in the mirror and gave himself a realistic outlook, and he knows he needs some big changes. So uh, the realistic uh, approach to rebuilding and, and when it's time to do so, which is right now, uh, that just means he's going to compete sooner. So I, I think that's his biggest strength. Yeah. What about you, Doctor? Rich has some really good defensive backs, and it pisses me off because I say this a lot about a lot of teams uh, <laughs> later on. But he's got four guys that really are right at that 200 mark. Um, Landon Collins is still on side. Did he get arrested, or did I dream that? Are you dreaming about Landon Collins? I, yeah, I, I, <laughs> I have don't know. Nothing. I have nothing. I I was doing the research, and I could have sworn he got arrested. He did something this offseason. It doesn't I, ring I, a bell to me. And I couldn't I find anything. Know. But anyway, he's got he's unsigned, but other than that, he's got a pretty good defensive back group. Yeah, what else and are you dreaming about. Yeah, that's that's football. yeah, I like I like that you're dreaming about football. There's no doubt about that. Um, I definitely agree with you. Uh, Rich had the best DB unit in the entire league last year through week 14. Again, that regular season. That's kind of what I'm gonna base all my uh, defensive numbers off here in the pod. And uh, so league average was 30.3 points per game from the DB unit. He scored 38 a game. I mean, he's eight points per game better than the league average at defensive back. So, yes, wow. that is definitely a huge strength for him. Um, but as the uh, maybe he it seems like he's embraced the tank. So to me, you know, it's all about potential points. Now you got it's time to move these guys. You don't want to be, you know, the top the top unit in the league at any position if you can help it, um, especially defensive back. So. If I'm him, I'm, I'm moving those guys. You know, there's definitely some second round picks to be had for these players that he has, you know, maybe a package for a first even with a couple of them. So um, there's a lot of teams like Julian who are in desperate need of points from IDP. So, I mean, there's there's a lot of matches out there for him. So uh, take advantage here, Rich. Uh, team weakness. What do you got there, Kellen? Uh, so like I said, the cupboard isn't completely bare here, um, but he has almost zero star power other than, uh, the DBs, I guess, but um, depth is good. But first and foremost, you kind of need some dogs. And Rich doesn't really have anyone that jumps off the page besides Waller at tight end and Kareem Hunt, who's uh, the second guy in the depth chart. So he just needs those difference makers. He doesn't have them. Okay, what do you got, Brennan? Yeah, I think, oh, who's drinking over there? Yeah. <laughs> now I got to get one. Can't let you drink alone. Right. Um, you're a doctor. You huh? be, you're a doctor. You can't be drinking. Yeah, no, he's doctor. You got to drink wine now. Yeah, that's all Daca. they do. Uh, got this bourbon, uh, bourbon grind. You need go. to study the hands. <laughs> uh, Rich has a pretty horrible running back room. Uh, <laughs> Kareem Hunt. Wow. I like Kareem Hunt a lot, but with Chubb there, he's, he's not going to get the bulk of the carries unless there's an injury. Chris Carson, I still think he's got a little bit left in the tank, but it's going to be a tough season in Seattle for any, that offense to do anything with Drew Locke at the quarterback. So those are really the only two names out of the four that he has. And 
I wouldn't be comfortable starting either of them week one. Yeah, um, I had the same as you. I actually think Chris Carson is done. I think his career is over. When you get into neck injury range, and he had the same procedure done that David Wilson had, my muse, my flame. Uh, but uh, <laughs> I think it's over. I, I don't think Chris Carson sees the NFL field again. And if he does, it's it's, um, it's probably a very, very poor decision on his part for his long-term health. But yep. we'll see. Um, so, yeah, I agree with you. Cream Hunt is the only real value he has there. But, <clears throat> I mean, he was even running back 22 in points per game last year. It was a down year. He was definitely good the year before. Rich and I had this argument in season last year. Uh, my, my argument is we're talking about a most likely Jacoby Brissett-led team. I mean, that's, you know, he's, he's definitely second fiddle to Nick Chubb. And even Nick Chubb, is, his, floor is, his floor is high, yes, but the ceiling is, is just, it's not the roof. As MJ would say, the ceiling is very low in a Jacoby Brissett offense. So if Watson somehow only gets six games, I would love to have Kareem Hunt second half of the year. But um, I think uh, Kareem Hunt's, I think he's, he's a tough sell for me this year. I hope somehow Baker Mayfield is the quarterback of Cleveland all year. I'd be fine with that. I don't know if he could, I don't know if he could swallow this pride. No, do that, but there's no way. I, I forget who it was, but they got on TV. One of the talking heads, they're like, Baker, this is what you do. Like, everyone gives up on you and piss you off, and you come back and, like, shove it in their face. I mean, so. it's true. All he's got to do is grab his dick while he's walking him down the sideline, talk shit to everybody. I mean, yeah, that's the that's Baker the, I fell in love with. I was going to say, that's the Baker we all know and love. Yeah, that's, that's the guy that I thought coming out was going to be, you know, a Drew Brees type, like, yeah. stud. And he's he just the guy we wanted Johnny Manziel to be. That's what yes. I told Yes. All right. On to suggested moves here. What do you got there, Kellen? So kind of the same as Kobe and you kind of already said it too, Jimmy, but um, I, I have make that race to next year's 1.01, something we watch all season uh, and do everything you can to get that one-on-one. So move those useful pieces right now before any injuries happen. Okay. Brandon. Yeah, I think he the same thing. He's got a couple guys like DJ, uh, Shark, who I think all these Lion homers might actually give up something decent for him. Uh, so he's got to sell, get some picks. Hey, I'm a Lions fan and an LSU fan, so Rich, give yeah, me a call. You're the dumbest of the bunch. <laughs> <laughs> I got picks to burn. I got to do something dumb. So my uh, my suggestion is actually pretty pointed here for Rich. I, I'm typically pretty vague or you know pretty general at least. Um, but I think he should move back <clears throat> from 102. And the reason I think that is he only has one first and second this year. He's got two firsts and four seconds next year. Um, you know, and he is, in my opinion, he's, he's a ways away from com- being competitive. So um, I don't know that there's a lot of difference between, you know, the second pick and the fifth pick or the sixth pick. I mean, you, Kellen, you, you know, we had this talk about uh, just the value difference in waffle and it's, it's, you know, it's, it's take your guy this year as far as 1.01 yeah. goes, let alone, you know, 102. So if I'm him, I'm exploring moving back to five, six, somewhere in there and just seeing what comes. You know, maybe he can bump one of those seconds next year into a first, you know, on a fringe team and, and you know, who knows? Uh, so if I'm him, I'm definitely exploring something. Um, I wouldn't trade it for a third round move up like a guy I know did, uh, but. <laughs> I knew that was coming. <laughs> but yeah, I think, I think you should, I think you should explore that specifically. Um, and see what he can he can get there. I Maybe like Jalen Hurts for pick two. There you go. What, what was that, Brendan? Jalen Hurts for pick two. <laughs> yeah, good luck. I've tried a few times. He won't do it. Oh uh, yeah, no. Yeah. Hey, he's a Bama guy. I know. That's why I thought I could rape him. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
so Jimmy, I like where yeah. you're going with that because that's going to tie into something that I have later on for a different team. Okay. Uh, is moving down from 102. But uh, you brought up my god awful trade I made in Waffle. And one thing that I did with that one, well, with 1.01, might uh, fancy Rich is uh, trading down, still getting Jameson Williams, keeping those potential points down for a month or two, and getting potentially the best wide receiver in the draft. So moving down a couple slots might make a lot of sense for the old roll tide. Yeah. And if you, you know, if you stay at two and you take, you know, Ken Walker or whoever, you know, if, if you do go the running back route, you know, how long before Rich is in his window and how long before Seattle actually gives Ken Walker the role that, you know, everybody thought, for example, Rashad Penny, you know, flat flashback to what was that 2017, 2018, whatever it was. He's a first round pick running back. You know, you got people like me just salivating absolutely in love. Uh, and then they just, they put him on ice basically for three years, really. I know I told he tore his ACL in his third year, but I mean, he, he looked great when he had an opportunity and I know that he was a little dinged up here and there and out of shape here and there, but they, they had Chris Carson, they rode Chris Carson. And I, I kind of feel like that's going to happen. Next. We have Rashad Penny. God bless you. They gave Rashad Penny a top 10 running back deal in the NFL this year. Yeah. I mean, I know it's only a one year deal, but he's making top 10 money. And I don't think Ken Walker comes in and just completely dominates touches. So to me, you go wide receiver when you're in a rebuild and what's the difference between Drake London and Garrett Wilson and Chris Olave and Jamison Williams. I really don't know. So why not move back, get more assets? That's just, you know, but then again, I make moves and, and move back and screw up all the time. So I'm probably not the one to listen to on, on this. Yeah. Part. We talked about that before recording. Yeah. yeah. All right. So um, Callan, can he make the playoffs this year? Uh, no. Yeah. Nope. Nope. No, I think he's at least two full seasons away myself. Yeah. You guys keep saying a bottom three. Uh, I see it as a bottom two. I'll be honest. Okay. Kobe and Rich in my mind. Yeah, I could see that. All right. Moving on to Corey Hagerman. Uh, what do you have here for a strength, Daka? <clears throat> yeah, I got his running back room as a strength. Um, he's got a, a pretty good one-two, Nick Chubb, DeAndre Swift. Um, and then he's got all the Buffalo running backs and Singletary and Zach Moss. I'm assuming he's going to pick up James Cook at some point just to have all of them. Um, but good depth, guys. So if one of them, the top two goes down, I think he can play the matchups and and play uh, whichever one he thinks might have the better week in the running back. But he should be set there. Okay. What do you got, Callan? So, uh, kind of piggybacking off what Brendan said, like with the running backs, but Corey's starting lineup is solid. Now, he's already kind of banged up with uh, Chris Godwin. Uh, he's going to start the season on IR. But if his team is 100% healthy, he's got a really strong starting lineup. Obviously, injuries are going to happen. So, the you know, that's not the lineup he's going to be able to trot out there every week. But if everyone's healthy, he's strong. Well, and that's, I mean, that's the position he, he put himself in. I mean, he, he made a trade, you know, at the close to the deadline last year, he was right in the thick of things. I think he was in the driver's seat actually for the yeah. sixth uh, playoff spot. He trades his pick in this 2022 draft, which ends up being one Oh three. He trades his first next year in 23 he trades my first in 2023. Um, and he, he nets uh, Ryan Tannehill, Keenan Allen and, and Travis Kelsey. So humongous deal aging players coming back. I get what he was doing, you know, but, He's he opened himself a window. I mean, he he created a window. Sure. So he's he's got to the make a window. Has yeah, because he's. I mean, he can't, you can't get those assets back. I mean, nobody's given that back. And and I don't know. I have heard some rumblings that that Godwin is potentially on track, 
but I also don't know, you know, if that means he's going to see the pup or, or what, but I mean, they don't really have any reason to rush him back. So it should be interesting, but, but yeah, so um, I, I have the same strength as, as Brennan. I think his running backs are a, a great one too. I do like his starting lineup, same as Kellen. Um, but I think this is a time where, you know, he's got to, he's just got to go for it. I mean, he, he made his bet. Now he needs to make it happen. So uh, what do you have for a weakness here, Brennan? So I have one receiver. Um, there's some big names on there that had some a very productive year last year, like Keenan Allen and Godwin, but assuming Godwin might miss a little time. I don't know who the number three would be. There's a couple of guys that sounds like they, people are hopeful he might have a breakout season. Like Kadaris Tony, Rashad Bateman, um, but really no one other than the, the top two that I mentioned have ever proved it. So until that happens, it's, it's kind of a sleek position group there. Yeah. What do you got, Kellen? Uh, it's kind of just like a positional thing. I just hate how his entire D-line unit is made up of D-tackles. But that is one way to ensure your guy doesn't get flipped to a linebacker for no reason at all. But <laughs> That's true. That's that true. Really I wish I wouldn't have created ceiling. Chris Jones now. Yeah. It really caps your ceiling. Yeah. Uh, that that, uh, that position for him needs some love in the draft. Yeah, I had, um, I had IDP as a whole. And, again, this is all on the premise that he has – put himself in a box where he has to compete. This is his window. Um, and he had a below average defensive unit, seventh or worse in every single position. Um, he's really only got one linebacker other than Roquan. I mean, Roquan's it. Like that's, that's all he got at DL. He's got, he's got Buckner. That's, that's really it. Um, so I think he should take some assets, you know, spend, spend some of that free agency we got coming draft trade, whatever. I mean, we have teams that have excess on defense, you know, he should be out there trying to, to fill some of those gaps and, and see what he can do. Um, so what do you think he should do? What's your suggestion here, Brennan? So I think his move comes through, uh, through the draft. He's got 201 and 203. I think he can find a way to package that and move up into the mid first, um, go get a wide receiver. And then I think that that biggest weakness then becomes a strength and you're in really, really good shape to make the playoffs. Okay. What do you got, Kellen? So mine's more broad. It's uh, it, make a decision. What are you? Are you a contender or a rebuilder? And you, you can't be half wet. You have to commit one way or the other. I think he'll view himself as a contender, and I'm not mad about it. I don't. You know, he's got some pieces to improve his team, and he's got 100 bucks worth of fab during the season. But um, commit one way or the other. Uh, for me, um, I'm, I'm talking picks similar to Brendan, but I've got a little bit of a difference here. So he's got 201 and 203. Um, I think that he should trade those. You know, I mean, this is two weeks from the draft, potentially a week from the draft. Um, rookie derangement syndrome is going to be in full effect. These picks, I mean, he could, he, with these two picks, he could net three to four starters on his defensive IDP as a whole. To me, he should be doing what he can, knock on Kobe's door, knock on Rich's door. You know, people that are borderline, they love picks, right? I mean, sell these picks, totally fix you. You can fix your entire defense in one offseason with these two picks. So I think that's what he should do. Um, I think he should just go all in, go after it. Can he compete this year, Brendan? Can he get in the playoffs? I think he's definitely competing. I think he misses the playoff, um, but he's one of the first couple out. Okay. What do you think, Kellen? Uh, yeah, I mean, he, he can make playoffs. Um, I think he should go target the other way, uh, but um, he, he's going to need really good luck staying fully healthy, and he has to address his D-line uh, and linebacker and IDP uh, as a whole. But, uh, yeah, he can compete. Yeah. 
And I, I think he can too. Um, obviously he needs Swift and Chubb to stay healthy. I mean, have, expecting a running back to go 17 is kind of almost unrealistic at this point, um, but he needs 14, 15 games out of those two each. Um, and then instead, my whole point of, of suggesting trading 201 and 203 for defensive players versus drafting them is uh, we, we have seen it time in and time out. It's, it is a crapshoot drafting defensive players. Um, you could hit a Darius Leonard, absolutely a monster, or you could hit, you know, uh, an Isaiah Simmons, who's okay. So if you know what you're getting, if you know you can trade this for, say, a Fred Warner type, or, you know, just, just something that you know, right? You know he's a top 15 linebacker. You know this guy's a top 15 defensive back. To me, that just makes the most sense. I think if he makes those couple moves, um, and then if he gets either one of Bateman or Kadarius Tony, and I'm a big fan of Bateman this year, um, one of those two to kind of step up into that wide receiver 30, wide receiver 35 range. I think he pushes for the playoffs. Yeah, I hate how there's Kadarius Tony hype right now because I'm kind of buying it. I hate myself for it. <laughs> he's actually getting he's getting a lot of hype. I actually expected more Rashad Bateman hype. Um, yeah. With him being right, I mean, plug and play yeah. as far as I'm concerned in that Hollywood role. But it, it hasn't really, I don't know, maybe I'm listening to the wrong podcast, but it hasn't really been there. Footballers like, talked like, about uh, Tony, and I was like, oh, my God, he's going to blow up. And then I was like, hold <laughs> down. Not while he has Daniel Jones throwing him the ball. Yeah. He does. Daniel, Daniel Jones, he, uh, he's a guy. He he netted me a pick that got uh, Herbert, who I sold way too low. So yeah. what can you do? All right, we're on to the Dactus team. Callan, start us off. What is his strength? Yeah, that's kind of boring. I mean, it's obvious. Quarterback and D-line. But, I mean, uh, in Dynasty – drafts josh allen is qb1 and that's a hell of a, an asset to have uh and then his d line is miles garrett and chase young and up until two months ago i would have said my i have the best d line in the league but lost a key player there and my josh allen and, and miles garrett and chase young that's just a scary tandem to be lined up against so um, again mine's boring it's just reading a roster but those are very very strong positions and he's got Jalen Hurts backing up Josh Allen for sale on the block for sale <laughs> so uh Dak to make my team great again what do you think your strength is my biggest strength is that all my bad luck should have run out <laughs> <laughs> I wrote down everything that happened last year let's hear it hey, hang on yeah, tight ready. J.K. Dobbins missed the whole year with an ACL. Clyde missed six games. Good guy Antonio Brown missed around eight games and looks like his career is over. Julio Jones missed seven games. Jalen Rager sucks ass. <laughs> Choking on my beer. Kelvin Ridley started gambling. Irv Smith missed the whole season. Chase Young missed the second half of the year. Jalen Smith got cut twice. K.J. Handler missed the, all but three games. That's, that's a good year. That's a starting roster. That just who, did, <laughs> who did Jalen Smith get cut from the second time? Packers. Okay. Is he not a – like, I thought he got cut from Dallas for cap reasons. I thought he was still a good player. What happened? He wasn't good. not. Or am I just wrong? Is he not good? He was not good in Dallas. Yeah, apparently he, he was picked not in Dallas. Us, yeah. Oh, oh, I thought he was a tackle machine. He was. Fantasy. Well, he, he kept running the ball. Yeah, exactly. Okay. It's like it's like the corner that's good in fantasy because they're throwing at him 15 times yeah. a game. He was the gotcha. captain though, so you think yeah. he was good at one point. Yeah, he was good. Yeah. At I mean, and he got an extension, so at one point they thought he was good. Um, obviously, I have the same strengths. Obviously, um, I do want to touch on J.K. Dobbins because me and Brennan were at, we were at the lake this week, and uh, it just it's crazy that Dobbins isn't healthy. Like he he's not going to play in the preseason. Like is he going to be ready week one? Like 
I expected him to be full go. I mean, they didn't draft anybody. They didn't bring anybody in other than, you know, first round pick Mike Davis. Um, they just, <laughs> it doesn't make sense to me that he's not healthy. Like I, there's obviously, there was obviously more than just an ACL. It has to be at this point. It just has to be. Yeah. It was ACL, right? It was, but it was, um, it was, he was contacted. Like, so he was hit on the knee when the knee tore and not like the, you know, the non-contact making a cut like OBJ in the Super Bowl. Like he was hit on the knee and the knee blew up like Marcus Lattimore style. So maybe that's why maybe there's just more there. I mean, Brennan's a doctor. I mean, he should know these things. Yeah. I know nothing about his injury, but you you broke the news to me when you told me he was possibly started on the pup. Yeah. No idea that that was going on. It's it's, the switch continues. I just don't get it. All right. Team weakness here. Kellen, what do you got? (laughs) Brennan already kind of touched on it, but I had it written down as locker room slash culture. Um, (laughs) uh, I mean, the Antonio Brown explosion on the sideline, that was kind of a ticking time bomb because he's, he needs mental help, but I mean, just awful luck with Calvin Ridley. Nobody saw that coming. Now Julio's not even on a team as a free agent. It's kind of washed up, but I can't believe no one's throwing them a little bit of money. Uh, Debo even had some drama to him and basically said he wants the ball less, which is not a player I want on my team. I don't know what the hell that is, but I mean, there's just so many head scratching things that Brendan's team has gone through that nobody can forecast and, just like the fact that Brendan had so many horrible bounces is kind of astounding. So uh, I'm left to question the leadership on the organization. Uh, Kellen, we need to, we need to clear up one rumor that was heard. So is it, or is it not true that around Thanksgiving, we'll say you offered a first for Antonio Brown and it was declined. 100%. True. True. Oh, true. Yeah. My team name is fire up Irish tigers. And I had no CMU players. And um, I thought I was ahead of the game because I had Antonio Brown in our redraft league. Um, And on a points per game basis, he was like the sixth wide receiver in fantasy football. So he was hurt. I was waiting for him to come back. And I was like, I'm going to make my move now, get this guy for when he comes back. I'm going to make a deep ass playoff run. Uh, Thank God. Brennan didn't accept that one. Brandon, you can that. do it again if you want. <laughs> I'll accept it now. So he's going to come back. Yeah, he goes, he dies, and then he comes back. I Doesn't can't cut him. him. Somebody's possibly going to take a flyer on him, and I, I can't cut him. Yeah, yeah I'm, I don't, I, you can get my fourth. Yeah, I, I'm sorry. I don't think he's going anywhere. I think, I think the tirade was the end. <sighs> yeah, I think Tom Brady sticking his neck out for yep. him and him burning Tom Brady, no one else is going to take a chance on him. Yeah. Uh, what's your weakness here, Brennan? Uh, my bad luck from last year is continuing into this year. <laughs> Dobbins might start on the pup. Antonio Brown is likely done for the year. Julio Jones is unsigned. Jalen Rager still sucks ass. Kevin Ridley suspended for a year. <laughs> I think it's hilarious. He's so bad. Uh, Debo's having contract disputes, and Jalen Smith is still unsigned. Oh, boy. Yeah, you don't know what to do to make cuts. No. Yeah, it's tough. That's really tough. Yeah. Evan McPherson, though. He's a stud. <laughs> but I might get that kicker punter and replace there him. There you go. Yeah, I Double imagine. points. 
All right, so right, same thing, locker room culture. Right, something, something's got to get fixed here. The team's a mess. All right, what do you think you should do here, Kellen? What's a move you're going to suggest for him? Uh, I'm going to speak out of both sides of my mouth a little bit here. Um, cause, but, but that's difficult because Brendan's team is really difficult to project right now. I would go out if I was Brendan, and I would be a little bit aggressive because your team, Brendan, is actually very good. Um, don't make a move just to make a move, but if you're confident, pull the trigger. Um, my favorite, when you're confident and you have conviction about things, like when you drafted Kelvin Ridley and it turned out to be a good thing for three or four years, <laughs> it, it pays off and it makes me proud as a big brother, but, uh, and it works out, but don't make a move just to make a move. But this is where I'm speaking out of the other side of my mouth. I would not give up your 2023 first. That, that would be the hedge to make to your bet because um, you can keep, you can make some bets, but keep that first next year, just in case. Cause I could see things going sideways for you again with some continued bad luck, but your bad luck has to run out at some point. So I would explore some aggressive moves, but that one, that first round pick next year is off the board. I just checked just to confirm because I wasn't sure. And Brendan does have his first next year. He does. I verified that. Okay. Um, for me, I I think I think you have to explore a David Montgomery trade. I have, you have to see, you know, if somebody's willing to take a guy who's going to get volume. I mean, is the Chicago offense going to be good? Probably not. But he's definitely going to get volume. I mean, he is going to be a high floor, low ceiling type of guy who is who's going to score points. I mean, he's perfect for a running back too. He's perfect for your flex guy. I mean, there's 14 freaking teams in this league, you know, probably I would say 12 of them have playoff aspirations. Like he's valuable. I would explore that. I would explore the Jalen Hurts Avenue. I know you said you haven't gotten any traction. You know, I don't, I don't really know why. I don't know if your asking price is too high. I mean, then you did say that you asked for 1.02. So maybe it is a, a, a round too high, um, but, but yeah, I mean, explore that. And then to me, I'm going to explore Debo. I'm going to see what happens, you know, see, and I know yeah. you and I talked about this a little bit. I know you're kind of against it, Brendan, um, but just see, I, love I, mean, Debo. I know, but if somebody's offering you three young players or, you know, something crazy, like you just, you just don't know. So I would see. Um, and then, you know, when Julio does sign, I think Julio is just kind of sitting out training camp, just some veteran deference here. I think he's going to find a home. If it's a nice home, if it's a green Bay, if it's a Kansas city team like that. I think you can get a second from a, a dummy like me mid season, who's, trying to fill a fill an injured spot there in my flex. Like I, I think he's got value still. So um, what that's about what Buffalo? I would do. Yeah. Buffalo would be fine. That's nice a Josh fine. Allen stack. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Tampa. If Chris Godwin turns out to not yeah. be okay. I mean, yeah, I just think Julio's Biden this time. I really do. Yep. Um, so Brendan, do you have anything you want to, do you want to suggest yourself to do? Or do you want us to move on? <laughs> yeah. I think Julian should give me 1.05 for Jalen hurts and next year's second. Oh, Jesus, uh, greedy, very greedy. For Julian, I hate that. Yes, I agree. I don't hate that. I don't know. I, I hate it for Julian. Yeah, yeah but this isn't about Julian. Oh. <laughs> oh, Julian needs something at QB. I don't. It's not great, but it's not horrible. No, but I mean, I would rather roll with Captain Kirk than give up a top five pick for freaking. I mean, Jalen Hurts, like, come on. Well, he's getting a second. He's got no picks next year. He's not getting a second. Brennan was asking for a second, too. No, no, no. I said. Oh, I misheard. Hurts an extra second. These beers are hitting hard. I misheard. Would you have one? 
Uh, yeah, apparently. I'm drunk. Had one. <laughs> oh, Flacco's. I'm watching the 2012 Super Bowl because there's no hockey or basketball on. No, Baltimore G League's on. Fran. I'm about to watch Chet. Forgot how good Flacco was. Flacco was a man for a minute. It's my first quarterback in the league. Yeah, he was dropping dimes that playoff run. That was Eli-esque. Got him paid. All right, can you make the playoffs, Kellen? Do you think Brennan can make the playoffs this year? Uh, yes, he can. I, I think he's he's pretty uh, – 60-40, yes. Okay. Brennan, do you think you can make the playoffs this year? If I can somehow find some wide receiver help, stay healthy, and my players stay out of jail, there's a shot, but probably not. <laughs> that was like four ifs. And that's – that's why I ended up accurate, though. changing. Yeah, I ended up yeah. changing everything because I initially said yes. There just was so many ifs that I I changed it to I don't think so. Yeah. No, really. Dobbins is still hurt. Is Chase Young still hurt? I just heard that he might start on the pup. I haven't read. Don't tell me that. Ceh, <laughs> you know he's in a timeshare. Like I just think the playoff drought continues another year. I'm sorry. I I think this is my fault. I totally talked you up last year. I had you as like my yeah, perfect out team. This is my fault. And Scott. It was going to be me and Scott in the finals. Yeah, I, I blew this. This is my bad. Wait, who won? I don't, I don't remember. We're on to 2022. No one cares about last year. Oh, uh, okay. F? Wait, what's that trophy doing over there? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, on to Arico. Brennan, what's a strength here for Arico? He's really good at trade raping me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I like it. Yes, he is. Um, but his defensive backs, he has a really strong defensive back group. Uh, thanks to Sam, JC Jackson, Jersey, Ch- Jeremy Chin, Micah Hyde. Um, really, really good guys as well. Some depth pieces that he can play on bye weeks and injuries. So really good defensive back position there. Okay. What do you got, Colin? So just to add some context to that comment that Brennan just made, <laughs> um, I discussed this trade actually on a pod previously. I didn't attach Rico's name to it because he wasn't a part of the league yet. Nobody knew who the hell he was other than being Brendan. But Brendan in our keeper league gave Rico Christian McCaffrey um, for uh, – was it just a bunch of garbage? Who was the most notable player, Brendan? So it opens up – the way it works is if you trade away the player – so if you keep a player, it's a keeper league. If you keep a player, you lose the round draft pick that you drafted that player. Yeah, in. don't don't try and defend it. Like, so I drafted, let, him, let him go. Let him go. So I drafted <laughs> Christian McCaffrey his rookie year. He didn't do that well, so I figured he might drop a little bit in the draft, and maybe I can pick him up around two or three. If I kept him, I would have lost my first round pick the following year. So I took the gamble because I had one point oh one, and I drafted Saquon Barkley. So I traded McCaffrey for Antonio Brown, Josh Gordon, and I think there was one or two other players, but it also opened up that first-round pick so that I could drop drop Saquon. So you could draft Saquon? Yes. Yeah. But you also had a, a trade offer from your older brother, which was a stronger offer, That's and I right. said willing to negotiate. And just because I am related to you, you to you, you declined it without even. <laughs> no, it wasn't even close. So you took a lesser deal because Matt's not your brother. Matt went on to win, I think, four championships in a row. Yeah, but it wasn't you. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And that's all but, that matters. It wasn't you. you. 
yeah, just like croquet yesterday. Oh, here we go again. Yeah, uh, salty is oh, I'm still salty. You no, lost. Right. You had six chances to win. You blew yeah. them all. You lost. Yeah, you couldn't make a shot. Well, I was playing two against one. Oh my That's god, you were up happened. by yourself. You lost. If Just Jimmy get was over. winning, I would do the it's same. Like Roger Federer is going against uh, Djokovic and uh, I don't know. Andre I'm Djokovic. Is that a guy? I don't know. I'm Djokovic. Brendan Serena. <laughs> <laughs> Wish I had Serena's physique. <laughs> that got weird. I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about Matt's strength. All right. uh, yeah, what's, he, what's his strength? Here. So, I mean, not a bad situation that he came into. Um, uh, unfortunately, he can only start one QB, but holy shit, he is stacked and he's set there and he's got pieces he can trade off. So I'm, I'm just going to go real simple with it and say QB. Yeah, I, I heard that he's asking for a lot for Carr. I don't know if that's true. I, have you guys heard these rumors? Yes, I have. Um, and I've, I've always been a Derek Carr fan. I've liked him more than the public, so I don't hate that. But man, he can he can afford to sell one off for cheaper than retail. Okay, what do you got here for a strength, Brennan? I think he. Wait, I already said strength. Oh, my bad. Oh, yeah. Yep, yeah. this is me. Um, I had I had quarterback and defensive back, so I actually hit both of your guys. Um, I'm just oh. still sad that I traded Herbert. I should have just kept him. <laughs> uh, team team weakness, Brendan. Uh, I think his running backs are pretty awful. He. Only has three on his roster. One is David Johnson, who's unsigned. One is Travis Etienne, who's obviously coming off an injury. Um, the only healthy one is Chubber Hubbard, and he's not even a starter. So he needs to figure out something at that position if he wants a new chance of being competitive. Yeah. What do you got, Colin? Yeah, I started writing D-line, then linebacker, and then, oh, maybe his defense as a whole. But I think he's got the worst running back core in the league. Yeah, I, I had running back and linebacker. Um, obviously, and I put obviously next to running back. I think you guys hit that. Um, I do like ETN though. I think it's kind of being forgotten right now. Um, it should be interesting to see, you know, how he looks coming back this year. Um, and then linebacker, you know, he's got Levante Davis and or David and uh, Demario Davis. You know, both of those guys are 32 and up. So uh, it's a tough spot to be in as somebody who is, you know, halfway trying to be competitive here. So sure. uh, what do you got for a suggestion, Brendan? What do you think he should do? Yeah, you guys touched on the quarterbacks already a little bit, but I had he needs to get rid of one. He's he's got a lot of them and a lot of pretty good ones. Um, I'm assuming he's most excited about Herbert. He's the youngest and best situation really. Um, I don't think Mac Jones would get a huge uh, get right now, so I think Derek Carr is probably the best bet of getting in terms of getting a good return for for Matt. So I think you got to move Carr, get either picks, get. Young guns do something, but there's really no reason to have three of them right now. Yeah. Um, Kellen, what do you got? <clears throat> uh, my suggested move is, I mean, he's got a lot of draft capital that he's already accumulated. Um, I, I say don't be afraid to give up some of that quantity for some quality. Go get some difference makers in these next two drafts. Yeah, and that's kind of what I had. You know, obviously sell off, sell your win now assets. I mean, I bet I had them to sell him and move up. He's got four seconds and three thirds. You know, if you could turn that into, you know, turn those seconds into a couple late firsts or those thirds into a couple seconds, you know, with some move ups here, that's something I would be doing. Or even, you know, packaging some of these picks and getting some 2023 picks and kind of snowballing that into next year. So, um, and I'm a big believer in, you know, just taking a look, you know, at your most valuable player, taking a look, 
I think I'd take a look at Justin Herbert. You know, if he can get a, a Matt Stafford or, you know, a Lamar Jackson kind of return, it's probably worth it. You know, just, just take a look. You never know. Maybe somebody offers you something crazy, three firsts or something. You just don't know. So it's, it's, worth, it's worth exploring. Uh, can he make the playoffs this year, Brendan? I actually think he does have a lot of talent. And if he gets lucky and stays healthy and can fill in some of the gaps that he has, he, he has a shot. But I think he comes up short overall. Okay. What do you think, Callan? He definitely has a chance, uh, but I wouldn't force it. He came into a really good situation. I would say be patient, kind of analyze your team when mid to late November, uh, mid to late October rolls around and see what, what you are. Uh, Cause he's got a good mix of talent already on the roster, but he's got some really heavy draft capital too. So um, I would see how the draft works out for him and how the first month of the season works out. And then, you know, if it's time to press, go for it. If it's time to, sell your older guys off, do that too. So patience. Yeah. And that's, um, you know, you, you said earlier that you don't think you think there's a bottom two. Um, I do think it's a bottom three and I do have him in that bottom three. I think he's pushing for 1.01. Um, if he does sell off some of these win now guys, I think he can do that. Um, but I just, you know, I don't, I don't know. I mean, there's, there's a lot that he needs to go right for him to make the playoffs. You know, he's, he's got to get a huge jump from Christian Kirk, a huge jump from Michael Gallup, a huge jump from Rondale. I mean, something's got to happen here. I think he's got – does he have Kadarius, Tony? Nope, no, he doesn't. But he does no. have Jalen. I'm a big Jalen Waddle guy, big fan, you know, as far as, like, what he did last year and going forward. But, obviously, when they added Tyreek, that definitely limits his ceiling. So, you know, he just um, – I just I just don't see it this year. Um, but I think the pieces are there. Like you said, he's got a bunch of draft capital. I think he should embrace the build. I think he should uh, just, just – uh, sell off these guys and, and move up a little bit and move into 2023 with some more picks and just snowball, make it happen. All right. On to Walt. Kellen, what do you have as a strength for Walt? Walt's team. Uh, it's far from perfect, but similar to what I said about Corey, the starting lineup is pretty damn strong. So if injuries weren't a thing, Walt would be right in the mix. Yeah. Um, I got to interrupt for a second. I'm watching summer league and Chet Holmer and Chet, Holmgren, the uh, string bean, is getting absolutely worked by Taco Fall. Who is <laughs> oh, no. Taco Fall? Dude, he's dog shit, and he's getting worked. So there's that. Is Taco, a Michigan guy? Am I thinking no. of Taco Charlton? No. no, you're thinking Taco Charlton, yeah. Uh, Taco oh, Fall, Taco uh, was, uh, was a thing UCF. in fantasy basketball yeah. for a hot second, but okay. UCF, right? Yeah, he had he had a big run in the, the tournament, right? Yeah, football yeah. champions. Yeah, then he got hot for a minute for I think Boston when Boston sucked and everybody was hurt. But now nah, he's he's nothing. Anyway, uh, strengths here, Kellen. I believe we're at Kellen for Walt. Uh, no, I said mine. Oh, Brendan for Walt. Uh, it's pretty similar, to Kellen. He's got a lot of sexy names going on. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Do you have to phrase it like that? <laughs> well, it's 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 Walt. You know what that Walt means? Maybe love. You got Oh, sexy. Yeah. Oh, okay, I get it. Okay. Um, I my your name was a Landon Collins kind of thing again. <laughs> <laughs> my opening line was is walt good question mark um I, I like this team he's got a pretty good quarterback room wide receivers good running backs and defense i think he could use a little work on but um yeah good starting lineup so i'll, I'll piggyback off kellen uh for me yep i like uh i like the wide receiver depth i like lamar obviously i like having mike t hollywood kenny kenny g 
Lazar, Devante, they all have a lot of question marks. Um, but one thing I have learned is I, I don't doubt Walt when it comes to wide receiver. The guy, for whatever reason, just nails it. Um, he does better, I think, at trading guys that are good than keeping them. So it should be interesting <laughs> to see how that works going forward. Um, I love Leonard Fournette this year. I'm not, I don't know what to think about Zeke. Um, he is, he's in a weird spot. You know, last year was market share wise, the, the least amount of touches per team or, you know, for the team that he got in his career. Um, so are they, are they phasing him out? Like what, what's going on? Like he was solid, but he wasn't Zeke. You know what I mean? It wasn't like top five running back Zeke. He just wasn't that guy. So it um, should be interesting to see what he gets, but like a lot of teams, Walt is, Walt is at the end of a window. He's kind of traded his way into that. So he's got to make a move here and, and make it happen. What's his weakness here, Kellen? Depth. Walt lacks any notable depth at any position. So exactly zero injuries can be afforded without the shade needing to panic. Yeah. What do you think, Brennan? I have tight end. Uh, Gronkowski's retired. Who knows if he actually comes back or not. CJ Uzama is now in the Jets, and I would hate starting a Jets player, no matter who they are. Cole Komet, I love Cole Komet. <clears throat> He's a Notre Dame boy, but that Bears offense is going to be so unpredictable. I wouldn't feel comfortable starting on week one. Yeah, um, so I There's definitely – a lot of hype around Komet, though. Yes, and that's what I was going to say. So Komet, I actually heard this today um, – He's like the only tight end, I think it was the footballers. I think he's the only tight end in like league history to have zero touchdowns on 85 targets or something like that. <laughs> like, I mean, he's, it's obviously not going to continue. I mean, he's going to score some touchdowns and really other than Darnell Mooney, like who are they going to throw the ball to? Like they have to throw it to Colcomet. They don't have anyone else. So I do think he could be, you know, definitely top 15, you know, he can maybe push for top to a top 10, but it's certainly a, a weakness for him. And I do have tight end as a weakness, you know, if Komet doesn't step up, he's in trouble. Um, and then I have running back depth. Um, it looks like, you know, Trey Sermon's a bust, which hurts my feelings a little bit because I was the jinx. I, I ruined him. I was a big fan. Um, I drafted Eli Mitchell only because I couldn't get Trey Sermon and I had fourth round picks, but he just, uh, yeah, that sucks. Sorry, Walt. Uh, suggested move to make here. What do you got, Kellen? What do you think you should do? Start the rebuild. Start the I rebuild. Yeah, I don't see this roster making a run, uh, and he doesn't have the draft capital to make any significant improvements. He has a late third and early in two mid-round fourths and a late fourth this year. Next year, he's got a third and a fourth. I mean, he has fab and only fab to improve this team. Uh, It's not, it's not just, it's just not going to get it done. So it's time. What do you think, Brandon? Uh, I think he does make the playoffs, and I think he does so by somehow finding a tight end, which is easier said than done because nobody gives up tight ends, and there's not many teams with a backup tight end. Yeah, um, Chet hits a three. a boy. I think he's got to go for it. I mean, he he put himself nice. in, a, in an all-in position. He gave a, his 2023 first for uh, Kenny G. That has not looked good so far. Um, and he gave what ultimately became 1.02 for Zeke. He has no choice but to be all in. He, he's got to go for it. You know, he's got to make whatever move he's got to make to, to win a ship. Like, that's, that should be his only mentality. And it, it, we've seen many, many times all you got to do is get in. You know, I know that he's not as strong as some teams. You know, when you put him up against, like, a Julian or something, he's, he's not in that level. But he has to go for it. This is, what, this is what the moves that he's made 
last year where he's put himself. He's got to go for it. Hopefully Michael Thomas is back. Hopefully, you know, some of these guys progress. Hopefully Kenny G comes back to life. Hopefully Hollywood, you know, that first six games without New Hopkins, maybe he, you know, gets that uh, college magic back with Kyler. Hopefully Lazard, who he gave a first four years ago, is actually the wide receiver one now in Green Bay. He needs a lot of things to happen, but he's got to go for it. There's He's got no choice now. He's just – do it, Walt. Let's get it done. With what assets, though? Like, you want him to make a move? I, I don't know. I, I think he's just got to ride what he's got. And, and okay. you know, if, you're, if a move arises that makes him better, I think he's got to take it. You know, if that means okay. you you explore maybe a Devontae Smith trade, you know, a young guy for a proven veteran, I, I don't know. But he opened a window. And, I mean, it's, it's trading in circles if he doesn't, right? I mean, if you trade 1.02 yeah. for Zeke and then nine months later you – trade Zeke and you don't even get a first back for him because let's be real. I don't know if he gets a first for Zeke right now. Like, and that's crazy to even say, but right now, okay, let me ask you guys this in this draft right now, are you giving a first for Zeke? If you're Walt or if you're okay, if you're, if you're you Callan, are you giving a first for Zeke? Uh, Probably not. And I have yeah, three. You've got 13 and 14, so, uh, right? You've got late first too. I have, well, I have that. seven, 13, and 14. Right, but that's what I'm saying. Like, you you have the two latest firsts, and you wouldn't even be willing to give one of them for Zeke. Like, that's yeah. where Zeke is at currently. If I offered 14, I, I, I'm i saying, yeah, the, the it's 14 or nothing. And I don't know if he takes it, but I, yeah, I don't know. And if, I, I understand why. Sure. Yeah, and I, and I so he's he's put himself in this corner. Like, he's there. Like, he's he's got to do it. Just go for and it. And I, uh, I feel bad for ripping on Walt, but I will say um, – I've been very well documented on being uh, raped of Josh Allen as a D lineman who is now a linebacker. Uh, and you've also voiced uh, mm -hmm. your shittiness in the uh, situation, Jimmy. Mm -hmm. Walt got boned with Max Crosby. Yeah, also no doubt. The linebacker. That's, no doubt. that's super unfortunate. He's such a good D lineman. He's not a linebacker. Get the hell out of here. Right. What do you think here, Brendan? Um, you think he can make the playoffs this year? Yeah, I think he does. Yeah. What do you think, Colin? Uh, I say no. You say no? I think he's Sorry, at Walt. I'm, yeah, I, I think he makes the playoffs. He's got a, a right at league average defense currently. You know, like I said, I love Fournette this year. I think Zeke has a solid floor. You know, he needs progression. He needs Mike T to come back. That has to happen. Michael Thomas has to come back if he's going to be anything. But he's yeah. – damn, Chet, okay. I shouldn't have dogged on him. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I think he's got to go for it. Go for it, Walt. And I'm not dogging him. Like, I don't want it to come well, off that way. Like, I'm not trying to, but no. I feel and, that, like and I do, I, I have dogged Walt historically a lot. <laughs> yes, and that's have. not, that's not what I'm doing. You know, this is, no. this is what he traded for was to make a title run. And I think he can legitimately, if he's in the playoffs, I think he can make a run. I think he can. So go for it, Walt. You know, you know who he could move? Who's that? Matt Ryan. He just traded a second for Matt Ryan. He did. He okay. Never mind. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, I feel like he'll be functional. Yeah. A team like me, my backup is Jared Goff. So I don't know. Matt Ryan chilling on my bench. I don't know. I, I wouldn't be against it, but yeah. No, I, I not see giving up saying. anything crazy. But give me Jalen Hurts for one point oh seven. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, he like I said, every move he's made is a let's get this shit, let's get it done. So I think you got to continue it, and you just keep I respect going. that. All right, on to Scott's team, the Enigma. Uh, what do you got here, Brendan? What do you think is this team's strength? Uh, I'm sick of talking about it, but he's got a really good defensive back group. Another one. <laughs> uh, five guys that could play any given week. 
Yeah. What do you got here, Kellen? My strength for Scott is ownership. Scott's just a year removed from a championship, so he knows what he's doing. He knows what it takes to win in this league. He's already begun accumulating a lot of draft picks to begin building his next powerhouse, and I think we'd be crazy to sleep on him. So um, we've seen him dominate before. I don't know if it's this year, but, uh, you know, Scott's down but not out. And I, I had draft assets as his strength. I mean, he's got eight firsts and two seconds in the next two drafts. I mean, he is, he's set up um, capital-wise to, to do whatever he wants. If he wants to go young, he can go young. If he wants to sell it and, and get after it, he can do that. So um, he, he has put himself in a position with incredible flexibility to do whatever it is that he wants. So look at Chet, all your blocking shots. I should not have talked about him. My bad, Chet. All right, weakness. What got, Brendan? I'm pretty concerned about his running back group. Saquon can't really stay on the field. Devontae Booker is unsigned. Matt Britt is not very good. Naheem Hines is too inconsistent. J.D. McKissick won't see the majority of the snaps there. And then Miles Sanders, the Eagles just hate giving him the ball. So overall, he's got a lot of guys that I really don't trust right now. Yeah. What do you got here, Kellen? Yeah, Saquon's scary. I <laughs> I'm a degenerate. I've already done a couple mock drafts and uh, <laughs> man, Saquon's there for the taking and I just can't do it. Even in a mock draft to see how the roster turns out. It's scary. Is he available in the second in those mocks? Not quite the second. Not quite the second. You get the turn? You know, I may have seen him in the second fall really far. Okay. Um, I, I just like other guys way more than Saquon. I mean, he's so sick, but yeah, he's scary. He doesn't play most of the time. I don't, I don't know. I, I wouldn't mind having Saquon. I'm, I, obviously a little post hype, you know, type type trade, but obviously, you know, Scott's, Scott's pretty savvy. There's no discount to be had there. Um, no. But for me, uh, weakness, I had a quarterback tight end D line. You know, I think he's got a, a few holes here. Obviously Carson Wentz is a little bit better than people like to give him credit for. Um, he's good score 290 last year, but he, he's just kind of a douche. Like he just has, he's just a douche. Like I don't <laughs> I don't know why. Like I thought he was genuinely like a, a team guy and good dude, and you know, I, he just he just isn't that. He yeah. isn't that. It's be, it's clear now that he's not that. And then obviously, you know, Hunter Henry is his only tight end on the roster. You know, massive deal to go to New England. It just has not quite worked out. Um, <clears throat> and then what did I have? D line. I think I have as my other one. And he's got uh, uh, what's his name here? Old boy from uh, New Orleans. Why can't I not find him? Hold on. Great podcasting. I think I scrolled to the wrong team. He does not have him. That's you, Colin. He's got Armstead, who oh. didn't really – a couple years ago was pretty good, but last year just – you know, 162 is a decent year, but not great. But, again, he has all the flexibility. Like, if he wants to make moves, he can. You know, if he wants to ride this out, he can. So, interesting to see, you know, if he tries to fill these gaps or, or what he does here. So, uh, what do you think he should do, Brendan? Um, I think if he wants to compete, which I don't know if he does, I think he's – kind of in a rebuilding mode but i think if he does he goes out and gets a running back i know mike's got a lot of decent ones he could maybe move for um julian's got like four studs that maybe he can get um but overall i think scott stays put sells where when and where he wants to sell and starts building for the future what do you think Alan? Well, so I didn't actually give my weakness yet. I started collaborating oh, on Brendan's. No, you're good because I started talking about the running backs. So I would have done the same thing. But, uh, but yeah, my weakness was quarterbacks. Um, and the tough part is, so his group 
right now is pretty pathetic with Bridgewater, who's a, I'm sure is going to be dropped. Daniel Jones and Carson Wentz, who we already kind of talked uh, talked about. But um, the tough part is I don't think the replacement or the upgrade is in this year's draft. So the weakness, I think, is he's not really able to even upgrade that group this year. He's going to have to wait till next year and get a rookie and probably wait even longer unless he trades for a veteran. So um, that's that's my weakness. Um, and the, the suggested move to make, which I kind of struggled with. And, and Jimmy, this is what you alluded to with Rich about trading out a 1.02. It would only be one spot difference, but I think Rich and Scott should talk because I think Scott needs to make sure he comes out of this draft with a running back. Just based on how kind of rare running backs are, I think Scott needs to make sure he gets either Brees Hall or Ken Walker the third this draft. Um, He can probably come away with Ken Walker at 1.03, but running back, the top two running backs going first and second this year, one terribly surprised me. So I think he should talk to Rich, you know, does Rich want an extra third to move up one spot or, you know, I don't know. They, they should talk, figure it out. Cause I think Scott has to have a running back in this, this uh, draft class. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to kick rocks. If he wants a, a Kellen deal, he gets a third. I know you love those thirds, Kellen, but don't want to kick rocks. <laughs> it was a mistake. Damn it. <laughs> Um, I, my suggested move for Scott is actually very pointed. Um, I think he should go after Herbert. Like if he could go after Hertz, like, and Brendan, oh. I know you're trying to sell Hertz. You know, he, he could probably, he could definitely land Hertz. He has all the, the picks pretty much. I think he should go after Herbert. And then, you know, filling that the tight end spot, he could just roll with Hunter Henry, take what he gets. But the, you know, the D line, I mean, he's, he's already proven what he's going to do at D line. <laughs> it's funny looking at his roster. He's got four defensive linemen. And it's blind bid $2, 2021, blind bid $1, blind bid $1, blind bid $1. Like he literally does not value this position. He just streams it in free agency. That's perfectly fine. He can land a guy if he wants to. He's got all the capital in the world. Why not go after Herbert? Why not just, just shore that up forever? I mean, that for the next decade, you have a stud, get it done. And then all of a sudden now Scott's dangerous again. And should he draft Ken Walker? Should he move up for him? I, yeah, you know. I would run Saquon and four wide receivers if I was him. I would rather take Drake London personally than Ken Walker, but why not? You know, go for it. Sure. I know uh, can you make the playoffs this year, Brendan? on Herbert is very, very expensive, which I can't argue with because he's if got so any, many. Yeah. But if there's any team in the league that can afford it with eight firsts and two seconds, I mean, sure. who is, he's it, right? I would Other think than you, who else could afford that? Yeah. I hear you. Can you make the playoffs here, Brendan? He can. I don't think he will. I think there's ultimately too many holes. Quarterback's not very good. Wide receiver, Odell coming off injury and not being signed. Brandon Cooks, not a great team. So I I don't think there's too many holes. I don't think he will. Okay. What do you think, Kellen? With some good luck in, at, at QB and his D-line getting improved, I can see him making playoffs. I see him as the definition of a coin flip playoff team in our league this year. Okay. Uh, for me, I, I think he's, I think he's going to go for it. I don't think he's going to sit back. Um, he's just not really personality wise. He's not the sit back type. He did that, you know, the first three, four five years in this league. And it was, it was tough pill swallow, to swallow, I'm sure. Um, for him. <laughs> but he's a competitive guy. I, I just don't see it do it. I think he's going to go after it. I think he's going to make the playoffs. He's got a very good defense. Um, I think he's going to fill those couple needs he's got and he's going to make it happen. So I think he makes playoffs. 
It's it's weird because like I didn't know what the hell was going on our first couple of years in the league when me and Brennan joined. Like I didn't even know who Scott was for a couple of years. I don't know because it's like my it's like a whirlwind. So then he just started his reign of dominance. So yep. I view him as a powerhouse. So now I look at his roster. I'm like, okay, okay, like yeah. it's kind of like wide open now, you know. And like I don't know, it's just weird because like he was always in the such high esteem for the last like few years when I really started learning the league. But he'll be back, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. He's, I mean, like you guys said, he's, he's a smart guy. You know, he knows what he's doing. I, yeah. I just don't see him embracing another rebuild when he has all these assets and he's really not. I mean, he's, he's right there. Like, why not go for it? And he's had a taste. I get, this is my final brag of the pod, I promise. <laughs> this, is, this is a fun league to win. This, yeah. You feel really good when you win this league. Oh, yeah. So he's oh, had a taste. I'm sure he wants to get back. Yeah, two of the three of us on this pod have won one. Yes. Huh. Isn't that something? Like, it, this is, like, I don't know. This was a thrill that, I don't know. I've won plenty of leagues before. This one felt really good. Yeah. Yeah, no doubt. All this right, is the final Mike. break of the podcast, says the guy who's done three podcasts in a row. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's all right. I'm back. I'm, I'm done with school. I'm ready to roll. Let's go. You don't like it? Come take this trophy. Okay. I could physically take it from you. Yeah, just go to your house. I know your garage code. <laughs> I'll take you. Jimmy, I'd have a problem. All right. All right, on to Mike. Callum, what do you got for a strength here for Mike? For Mike, uh, the strength is that Russ is going to throw about 15, 15 touchdowns to Cortland Sutton this year. So uh, QB is Mike's strength. Okay. He's got You're one guy. Him. He knows who it is. There's no messing around. Oh, wow. Okay. What do you think, Brendan? I like his linebacker group, uh, three guys scoring over 200 and then three more that scored around 150. So he's got a lot of depth and I'll bring it up in his suggested moves, but you could definitely move a couple of them for some pieces. Yeah. And this, um, I have, I had a strength as, as wide receivers actually, you know, if healthy, I think I put that in there. Um, Amari, if, you know, he gets uh, Watson there, that would be nice. Will Fuller, if he signs on a team, but I love Terry McLaurin as far as long-term, you know, he's, he's got some decent starters, you know, Robert Woods, if he can get a good target load there in Tennessee now, if he's healthy. Um, again, he needs these guys to be healthy, be competitive, but like, I love his defensive line. You know, a lot of high upside with, with Josh Flett and Daryl Taylor. And it's funny to me that Hassan Reddick is a linebacker when, and I know that he's going to play some linebacker for Philly, but they signed him as a DN. Like he is supposed to be a DN for them. He's supposed Garber. to play opposite Josh Flett and he's, a linebacker so it just sucks for him um that's that's a tough break you know he's still a 200 point linebacker but having a 200 point defensive end is much better off so um yeah. he, he's feeling the brunt of that a little bit but i love daryl taylor i love josh Sweat. as far as you know young up-and-coming guys at the position that's those are nice nice players to have uh weakness brendan what do you got uh defensive back he only has three and i consider two of them not very good so that is a glaring weakness in his roster Callan, what do you got? Time. The future is bleak. It's now or never for the asymptomatica grammaticus when you look at the draft capital. So uh, it's uh, it's kind of time to make a move. He's got a, a second this year, a late second, and then three-fourths. Other than that, he's got two-fourths next year. So Yeah, we I, are, I, uh, we are simpatico that? here. I had draft assets. That's my weakness. He, he's yeah. always he's always been a trade his draft pick guy. He always always has been, um, but it's he doesn't have much in the tank. 
you know, and when he gets those, those 2024s uncovered after the draft, he'll probably sell those too. Um, he just, he just always has kind of like me. I always have. Um, so I understand that, but I, I agree with you. He, this is the team he's got. He's got to uh, consider what he's going to do here. Uh, so, so what should he do, Brendan? What, what type of a move do you think he should make? I think he needs to talk with Julian who needs some linebacker help. Yeah. That'd be a good one. What do you think, Callan? This is harsh, but I say start the rebuild. I don't think this is the team. I don't see how he can add that much to make him like a top-tier contender uh, unless he puts that fab to really good use. But um, I, I don't see it happening this year for Mike, and the future is kind of dark, so I would start it now. Yeah, um, I think my, my exact wordage is he's a straw man. Uh, mm. you know, two injuries to that core, and it, it's over. <clears throat> you know, you yeah. lose James Conner, you lose Antonio Gibson – you lose Amari, it's over. Like there's Terry McLaurin. There's there is no reinforcement coming. Like I, I love that he has Russ, but he, he is thin, paper thin. So I, I actually agree with you. It's not in Mike's DNA though. He's not going to do it. But I think he should should sell the assets and start to rebuild. It's kind of his dream that he wants to win the league and then ride off to the sunset. Yep, yep. he has made that. He's been his public dream for years. Um, and he's kind of in the same kind of in the same boat as Walt <clears throat> right now. You know, he sure. Walt and him have very similar teams with very similar future draft assets. And, and you know, I like I said with Walt, Walt should go for it. He should, but Walt kind of made big splash moves to put himself in the position he's in. Mike's been making the same pick away, pick away, pick away moves. And and yeah, he had the deal with you um, for for Mike Davis and Will Fuller giving up that first and second in 2023, and, and that's not looking good currently at all. Um, but he, you know, he's, he's, I think he's got I think he's got a kick. He's got value that he can trade. So Connor and Gibson, I mean, he could trade those guys and get decent return. You know, it's Gary, Terry Cooper. He could trade those guys and get decent return. So I think he should do that. Sure. Uh, do you think Ray he'd make Rice a playoff? So good. Go ahead, Brennan. Ray Rice was so good. Ray Rice. Good guy too. Stand up guy. Did I say Ray Rice? No, I'm watching the game. He had a nice catch and run oh, there. I, oh. forgot, I forgot you were watching that. I wonder where that came from. I looked at my bourbon glass. I was like, how much have I drink? I don't remember Ray Rice mentioned. the same thing. <laughs> Man, these overruns are hitting harder than I thought. I said Ray Rice. Gee. Damn, okay. <laughs> anyway. Since we're going off on yeah. like little sideways roads here. I like it. Why is Davis Mills? Is he going to be a thing? No. I did, he showed some promise. I don't know if I'm – I'm not as confident in the no there, but we'll see, I guess. I don't know. They didn't, I don't know. They didn't give him a ton of weapons this year. We'll see what old long neck can do. I have Nico Collins and I hope he's something, but I just don't see it. Yeah. I think he sucks. Right. John Mechie season. There you go. Uh, Can you make the playoffs this year, Brennan? No, no clear cut. Huh? I don't think he is. There's not enough depth. Okay. What do you got, Kellen? I'm in the same boat as Brendan. I don't see it. No. Okay. Uh, he was first man out last year, um, and I, I do think he's he has a shot, but it, he's got to stay healthy, and it, that's a that's a tough thing to do. He needs Connor and Gibson to finish as top 10, 15 running backs, which both of them did last year. Um, he needs Cooper, Scary Terry, and Woods to be wide receiver twenty five ish or better. That's that's going to be tough. Um, that's, yeah. but. Defensively, you know, he's he's got a solid, solid defensive team that'll kind of carry him, that'll buoy him. So I think he's gonna be right at the door. I do think he has a chance to make the playoffs. Um, but like I said, I, I think he should start that rebuild. Is the guy is the guy that owns owns Mike's uh 
2023 first, I'd be really heartbroken to see him not make playoffs. Oh, you, so you're rooting for the rebuild for, uh, that's right, for selfish reasons. I see. Sell it off, Mike. Sell it, <laughs> Sell off. it all. <laughs> <laughs> all right, on to Julian, Kellen. What do you have for a strength here? Uh-huh. Uh, this is so <laughs> obvious. All right. It, I feel like everyone is a roll of chapstick when they talk about Julian's team these days, but uh, running backs are the easy answer. So I'll take the low hanging fruit. I mean, his depth players at running back are starters on pretty much every other team. So every week Julian's going to be weaving points on the bench, like, like 20 to 40 points of running back points uh, on his bench just because he can only start uh three i believe right yep so it's just in julian proposes we go move to move to uh best ball for running backs (laughs) right right (laughs) i'm excited for him to make some wrong decisions he's gonna be up at night he'll be tweaking his lineup three or four times in that last 30 minutes no he's not no you don't think no you're starting henry you're starting camara you're starting galvin you're going with it well camara is going to be suspended for maybe yeah. We'll see what the legal process turns up. Well, he's going to start at least two for sure. Yeah, but, but I thought they said he wasn't going to they weren't going to do it. I thought they said they weren't going to do it until uh the court the case is settled though. So I mean, is that October, November, December? Hopefully so for I, I it's early. Know, I didn't even know that. Is that what's going to happen? Do you remember when was that? Like 3 4 years ago now with Zeke where Zeke had a six game coming but nobody knew when it was going to start and it started like in the middle of the year. Yeah, that's weird. So that's kind of where Kamara is. So hopefully for Julian, I mean, hopefully for us, he serves this suspension, you know, maybe like 12 to 17. I think that's perfect. So hopefully he gets Kamara <laughs> week one through 11, and then Kamara yeah. has to sit out the rest of the fantasy season. Oh, God. That'd be a real shame, wouldn't it? That, yeah, perfect. you know, I'd probably cry. Welcome to the family, Julian. Bitch. <laughs> that's tractor Cito season, though. He'll be fine. <laughs> that's true. That's true. What do you got, Brendan, for a strength? Uh, yeah, I, I think his first strength is all the draft picks he has coming up still, and he, he has this team, which is insane to think about. But the other one is his running backs. I would have told you a year ago you don't need four good running backs, but I had three pretty good running backs, and all of them died. So having four <laughs> isn't a bad idea. <laughs> Guys, like Kellen said, just two of them could start on any other team any week, and yeah. he's got four of them. Yeah. All right, I'm not going to beat a dead horse here. So, Kellen, tell us about his weaknesses. Yeah, the running backs are okay, huh? Um, yeah, they're decent. Team weaknesses. Quarterback and overall defense. I mean, it's just like as much as his offense is terrifying, his quarterback and defense are really going to hold him back. He's going to be racking up points on his bench from running backs, and he's going to be struggling on defense. So, I, I mean – I don't know why he's so deep. I know injuries happen. I get that. But um, you kind of need to even it out a little bit. Uh, I'd say that's a weakness right now. Maybe Julian's got some up his sleeve. But the defense right now um, is uh, in quarterback situation. It's not very pretty. Yeah. What do you have here, Brennan? Yeah, mine's just a little bit more specific. I have linebacker and quarterback. Um, linebacker, there's only three and none of them were very good last year. Kellen already hit quarterback, so I won't touch on that much more. But he needs a lot of help defensively, specifically at linebacker, if he wants to compete. Yeah, um, so fun with numbers. The league average 
linebacker unit scored 25.3 points per game weeks one through 14 last year. <laughs> Julian scored 10.8. Oh, <laughs> like, to, to say that that's bad is just a massive, awful. massive yeah. understatement. I mean, the next, the second worst team scored 21.3. Oh, so, I mean, he, wow. he's literally 11. He's on the average. Worst. He's 11 points yeah, worse than the second worst team. It's just like, holy shit, dude. Oh, he's wow. tanking the average. Tanking the so average. That, that reminds me of my secondary unit two or three years ago. <laughs> but I was just I was just killing the average. Yeah, I think I, I think uh was it Corey last year? I was making making my making my I was like, all right, so these are the numbers with Corey, these are the numbers without Corey. <laughs> <laughs> you had to exclude him from Forget about that. Yeah, yeah. He's just an outlier. Um but yeah, I mean, obviously to me it's it's linebackers and it's 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 just horrible. That's All right, fun. so what do you have as a suggestion here, Brennan? Um, well, I think what defensively he can figure out and through the draft in the later rounds. It, it's hard drafting rookie defensive players because there's no guarantee. Um, but I, I probably wouldn't rush out and make a huge trade for it um, to get a proven guy unless you find a situation that really makes sense. So my suggested trade was go get Derek Carr from Rico. Uh, or Jalen Hurts from me. Yeah, okay. What do you got, Kerry Kellen? So first, I have a question. I mean, Jimmy, you know Julian better than us. I mean, does he does he just think Kirk Cousins is the guy? I I mean, I what is it that you keep saying that I said that Julian said on the pods? I'm trying to remember what that was. What did I tell you that he's a Matt Corral guy? Is that what I said? You said. That oh said? yeah, yeah, and that, that was that, was a that long never happened. Time ago. By the way. I don't think wait, Julian wait. and I have ever discussed Matt Corral. Oh, that was just wrong. Yeah, I think you dreamt it. <laughs> what are you doing, Alan? Well, you know what? It made good content for the pod. So yeah, yeah. Don't let um, the facts ruin a good story. So let me let me ask you this: like, I, like I know that Kirk Cousins under Mike Zimmer was limited because Mike Zimmer yeah. limited Kirk Cousins. Do you think yeah. that's still the case? Do you think he passes more? Are you buying that hype that he passes more? I know they were talking about that on footballers today. He threw for, you know, almost 5K. It was like, yeah. I don't know, 2017 and 2019 maybe. No, I think I think Cousins gets kind of a bad rap. I mean, he's he's a decent quarterback. I And their their new head coach, I forget his name, it escapes me, but he's, he's a very offensive guy mm-hmm. who I believe comes from the McVay tree. Yeah, I'm not remembering his name either currently, but yes, I believe you're correct. Either, but I mean, that's – if Julian just believes in Kirk Cousins, he listens to podcasts that you guys are idiots. I'm right, you're wrong. Hell so, yeah, let's go. Let's line up. Let's see how it turns out. I don't know. So Brendan has been touting Jalen Hurts as Jalen Hurts is available. Everybody should trade for Jalen Hurts. Kirk yeah. Cousins scored seven less points than Jalen Hurts. He scored 45, 47 more points than Derek Carr. I would argue he should. If Jalen Hurts is his upgrade, I wouldn't make it. Well, why would you? Now, well, if he's he, 10 years younger and he's playing on a better team. Okay. Okay. I'll give you that. But Jalen Hurts is playing on a better Julian, team. Is that yeah. what you're saying? Yeah. I don't know. Better offense. Eagles are like. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, Minnesota be there, but but I see what you're saying. They probably, maybe, maybe they are. I, to me, Julian Julian has a window, right? Like we've been talking about that the whole time. Yeah. He's Derrick Henry. He's got freaking Kamara, and he's got Galvin. All three of those guys are 27 or older coming into this year, so he has a window. So to him, trading for Hurts, it just doesn't make sense to me. Like, if you're not going to get a Herbert or, like, a game changer, why are you even doing it? Like, just roll with what you got. 
Yeah, there's all the slander and, and Kirk Cousins and Julian's quarterback situation overall. I mean, Cousins is steady. I mean, he's not going to – he doesn't fine. hurt him. He's fine. The, he's fine. The, yeah. the defense so, is the issue. As I just a, didn't know if you had any inside info on him. No, no. He I was like, no, Cousins is going to break through. Like, he's going to have a huge year or something. I didn't know. No, I don't think he – I think he just thinks he's fine. I think he's got more faith in fields than a lot of people do too. You know, and, and I don't necessarily yes. blame them. You know, he's got the rushing floor. They just didn't put anything around. They've kind of set him up to fail. I kind of feel bad for him. I mean, if he didn't go to Ohio State, I'd really feel really bad for him. But you know, they, sure they have definitely set him up to fail. You're playing the world's smallest violin, I'm sure. Yeah, right, exactly. Um, and I, I, I don't know. Even if Garoppolo isn't moved, which I don't expect him to be moved soon, I bet Julian still hangs on to him. I mean, that could be a, a, a trade piece. Yeah, I mean, might as well. If slash when he gets moved into where. He's worth a roster spot. I mean, he'll, he'll get sure. a third for him, worst case, when he does go somewhere. So I would hold on to him. Um, yeah. Anyways, what suggestions yet? Uh, yes. Suggested move. Uh, what did yes. you say, Brendan? I missed it. I, uh, I said Derek Carr. That's right. That's right. What did you say, Kellen? So I, uh, I'm going to assume that 1.01 and 1.05 are going to be offensive players. Mm-hmm. So my suggestion is to just hammer defense with his 2.14 pick and his fab early on in the season. As good as his offense is, this team has some holes. So, you know, spend the fab and that late second on defense because uh, that's – I mean, there's not any other places to improve his team. Yeah, he – I agree with you. His, his defense is – it was the worst in the league, obviously. Um, 12 points per game worse than, than the league average. You know, that's just not – that's not going to do it. You're not going to win a championship – with no defense. Cause I mean, statistically speaking, those running backs are going to, you know, they're going to, they're going to miss games. Hopefully everybody's hoping for 14, right? Like you're hoping to get 14, 13, 14 games out of your running backs. And he, luckily for him, he's got four and probably drafts uh old boy, Brees Hall. So he's probably got five. So he's got more insulation there than anybody. And I, I have to believe he runs three running back lineup every single week. I mean, why, why wouldn't you? Um, but that freaking defense, man, it's going to be his undoing. I, I just, I think he's got to do something, you know, whether that's, you know, exploring a move back from 105, you know, maybe you move down to 10, 11, 12, and you pick up a couple elite defenders or, you know, something like something's got to happen. Like he has, he has this weird spot where the assets he has are too valuable to trade for a defensive lineman or a defensive or a linebacker straight up, but he's, he's got to do something because he won't, he won't win this league with that defense. If he rolls into this league with that same defense, I, I just don't see it. I don't think he wins. I agree. I hope he doesn't listen to this podcast because I agree. <laughs> All right. So what can you make the playoffs this year, Brendan? Yes. Yeah. Callan, what do you think? He's guaranteed to make playoffs even with Ooh, his defense. Lock him in, he says. Um, yeah, I, I agree. His running backs are too good. Um, the weakness though at, at IDP, that's he's got to do something. All right, on to Ryan. Callan, what do you have for a strength here? Uh defense. His D line is so strong and he escaped. Black Friday, where DNs magically got turned to linebackers. Um, so Bosa is still an elite player for him. He has Bobby Wagner, who eats tackles for breakfast. In his secondary, I assume Ryan's secondary is probably top three in the league. So his defensive unit, he's got other strengths, but his defense as a whole is strong. Yeah. Yeah. What do you got here, Brendan? Um, for team strength, I said his whole team sucks and he should fold. <laughs> Oh, I've got defensive back as well. Um, just three guys that are so good. Um, and then a couple of 
really good pieces that could play when needed. Yeah, and then Ant uh, Kellen to answer your your point about whether he had the number one overall unit defensive back. Uh, Rich was first, I was second, he was third. But I mean, okay. he and I were eight points apart on the course of the season. Okay. So oh, that's was, a good gap. Okay. No, eight points total. Oh, gotcha. Total. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Rich, Rich lapped everybody. Rich was 35 points ahead of me. Uh, Ryan was only eight points back of me. So, he, Rich, I got picks. Come at me. There you go. Uh, team strength for Ryan. I said he's a resilient little fuck. He just, uh, <laughs> I mean, he it just it just seems to work out for him here. Tom comes back. You know, CMC's back. He's pissed now. He's ready to go. You know, I think I think Ryan's in a good spot. You know, I how do you how do you root against a team with Christian McCaffrey? You know, if he's if he's healthy. And we, you know, we talked about this a little bit when I was with Rich, you know, he went from Iron Man to, you know, paper thin, you know, so what is he going to be this year? So I, I don't know, but CMC is definitely someone I would like to have. So Ryan, let's, uh, let's talk. Team weakness. What do you have, Kellen? Flying squirrels. Flying squirrels. <laughs> yeah, I can cuss trying to do my dive into his pool. So oh, yeah. <laughs> he can't oh. do it as well as me. Yeah, he face smacked that pretty good. I'll have to post that in the league. I forgot about that. Yep, so just just know, Ryan, Logan likes me better than you. So just remember. Ooh. Ooh. But, uh, <laughs> but uh, no, in well, seriously, yet still kidding, his weakness is suspensions Yeah. due to massage tables and PEDs because that's kind of <laughs> killing his team. Um, there, there's some other smaller weaknesses there, but, I mean, he's got Tom Brady, but Deshaun Watson, I mean, he's got a decision to make each week and um who's the peds guy for you who that hopkins. was uh, deandre hopkins yeah yeah i mean that's his wide receiver one for sure wide receiver one i'm a big t believer just as ryan is but uh, i mean hopkins is number one so suspensions are killing them to start the season that's gonna be a slow start for him yeah what do you got here brendan i think he's got a little bit of a mess of wide receiver while hopkins is gone um, yeah. So it kind of becomes a question if he if he can hold hold on. Obviously Higgins and T line are pretty good. T line is getting older. Um, I don't know. I just it's going to be tough to fill that gap for the first however many weeks until DeAndre comes back. Yeah, and um, you know, looking obviously he's going to start CMC and Melvin. You know, so I'm assuming he's going to start either Chase Edmonds or Jamal Williams. You know, for that that six weeks there, or you know, throw in Gasecki here and there. But that's uh that's obviously he can't fill new Hopkins there. And that's what I did have obviously as his weakness there too. He's got to, he's got to go three and three, in my opinion, that, that first six to have a shot at the playoffs, you know, he, and it's, that's going to be tough without him. Um, so what's the suggestion move here for you, for Ryan Kellen? So I'll kind of segue off what you said, like the first six weeks is going to be brutal. It's going to be very telling for Ryan. So um, I don't know if the time is now. I, I think it is. Uh, maybe it's in season, but I think it's the time to sell off CMC. Um, I think it's time he's got no draft capital. Uh, let's see. Yeah. He's got a fourth, a late fourth this year and a fourth next year. Uh, so he's got fab and that's it to, to improve this team. I say rip the bandaid off. Will with, with a C uh, with a healthy CMC, I think he's probably a fringe playoff team in my eyes. And I don't know the point of doing that. So uh, I don't know. I think, uh, you know, CMC is probably going to play four games anyway. So 
just based on his track record. So <laughs> I think it's time to start it over. Okay. What do you think, Brennan? Yeah, I'm going to tie this in with the next question too of can he make the playoffs? And and I really don't know. His team's getting pretty old. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins is suspended. Christian McCaffrey can't stay on the field. Deshaun Watson's probably suspended for the year. So he's going with 44-year-old Tom Brady, who's now playing without Gronk and Godwin's injured. Um, there's just a lot of holes to me. And I think he actually misses the playoffs. So I think similar to what Kellen said, it's time to kind of start selling some pieces. Yeah. And I, yeah, I definitely see what you guys are saying. Um, I, you know, I, I noted that he had no draft assets, so he's either all in or it's time to sell. Um, but he has the league's best defense from last year. I mean, 87 points per game from his defense. He gets Christian McCaffrey back. Tom's coming back. You know, he will get new Copkins back. Theoretically, he could get, you know, Deshaun Watson back at some point this year and then, you know, have that uh, who do you start stuff going on at quarterback. But um, I think he's knowing Ryan, he's not going to do a rebuild. It's just not he's doing one right now on waffle. It, it hurts his heart. He hates it. It's something that he hasn't really done a whole lot of an HFFL. He's done more of buying the older running back, uh, a la Melvin Gordon last year. It's just who he's always been. As soon as the, the public turns on a player, you know, Ryan always seems to buy that guy, Frank Gore, Steven Jackson, you know, and then all of a sudden, you know, Ryan's at the doorstep trying to win a title. So I don't see him. I don't see him selling off. And I, and I don't think I would either if I was him, I think I'd go for it. So um, I guess I answered the question, the next question too. Um, I think he's going to go for it. I think he's going to, I think he's going to play, uh, go for the playoffs and I think he's going to make it. So do you, you said you don't think he's going to make the playoffs, Brendan? Correct. Is that because he's a milk bag body? Yeah, pretty much. Okay. That makes sense. Kellen, what do you think? Yeah, I think, uh, man, I, I think he's very, very fringe. I think with a healthy CMC every game, he probably makes it. Um, because I also do trust in Ryan's abilities as a fantasy manager. But um, if CMC misses more than a week or two, I, I think he misses out. So, again, I think it's best for his future to push the reset button. Okay. All right, moving on to Corey Stevens. What do you have as a strength here, Brendan? Yeah, Corey's team really surprised me last year. Uh, having his first-round pick this year, I thought he was guaranteed to get a top three and – he got me an 11th, so he really screwed me there. But looking up and down, it's really hard to find a, a strength or a weakness because it's just consistent. Everything's – all his positions average, like, the same amount of points. Um, as, as far as I see, that's that's his strength. It's just consistency and a lot of depth going up and down his roster at every position. Yeah. What do you got here, Callan? For Corey's team strength, I have determination slash Scott hatred. <laughs> um, so Corey has certainly paid his dues. He's put up with so much abuse from the league, not just Scott. And he has so much desire to win this league. It really is just a matter of time before he breaks through. But um, I mean, overall, this team's really, really strong. It's hard to pick just one position. Um, so I went with something intangible there. I mean, he's going to do whatever it takes to bring home a trophy. If it's one year, I don't think he cares about a dynasty winning three out of five, anything like that. If he wins one, he's going to be <laughs> insufferable, especially to Scott for the next year. 
yeah, I mean, he's, he's, he's all in, you know, he doesn't even have any first or seconds in the next two drafts. And that's pretty much all he's done is, is have picks, you know, so this is the squad going forward, but looking at it, I mean, this is one of the sexiest dynasty rosters in all of 14 team dynasty fantasy footballs right now. I mean, this is, this is a, a pretty team. You know, this is a roster baiter special. I mean, this is, this is beautiful. Pearl and bit, I mean, Burrow and Pitts, you know, at those onesie spots, gotta, gotta love that. You know, love his running back depth. Um, even though I've kind of been knocking him a little bit um, on his love for Javante Williams, just trying to bring him back down to earth, to earth a little bit. He's not a committee running back. I know, I know, <laughs> I know Corey's screaming that right now. Listen to this, you know, but as he splits this year with Melvin Gordon, um, you know, he'll be decent, but uh, those wide receivers. Oh my God. I love them. AJ Brown, CD Pittman, Ayuk, Amon Ross St. Brown, you know, Darnell Mooney, Mooney. I'm not even a Mooney guy, but he's this freaking wide receiver five, like, or six. I mean, it's just a sexy. So it's a, a sexy, team. sexy roster. Uh, weaknesses. Team. What do you got, Brendan? Yeah, I got, even though they produce, I'm really not a fan of the running back group. A um, couple of guys that I think are probably not going to get the bulk of the carries, like Tony Pollard, um, Rojo. Um, just not a huge fan, though. It, it's probably going to be one of those things where he's going to have to kind of put in work every week to figure out which one or two to play. Um, there's not that one guy that sticks out at you. Yeah. What do you got there, Cal? So I went intangible with his strength. I'm going intangible with his weakness, too. I'm going <laughs> with impatience. So he had the world at his fingertips last year. He was looking good. He was projecting to go towards the moon. And he also had so many picks at his disposal. Then he started making moves to win now. And I didn't agree with that strategy with what he had done to get all those picks that he already accumulated. Um, his team is beyond solid. Don't get me wrong, but from a competitive standpoint, I was excited to see Corey make his window shorter by going to get AJ Brown and give up a lot of, I think multiple first round picks. So not that AJ Brown is old, but I would have been more scared of Corey uh, if he still had picks at his disposal. So I think his upcoming picks now I think he's got a third this year. Yeah, third this year. Uh, and also Walsh third. And then he also has a fourth this year. So I like my chances against Corey now more than uh, I did uh, halfway through last season. Yeah. I, I, I do see what you're saying um, about the A.J. Brown trade. And I know Jeff, Jeff definitely agreed with you. He thought he, he overpaid. Um, but I'm going to push back a little bit. And my, my reason being here, so he gave the a 2022 first, which ended up being 108. Uh, so Mike Hill's pick there. And he gave Tim Patrick, which, I mean, Tim Patrick, what, what do they call? I can't remember what they call Fireball, him. Fireball Jones. Jones. Yeah, Fireball Jones. He gave Fireball Jones, you know, a solid, <laughs> solid guy, you know, wide receiver three, solid player. If 211, 308, and then he gave his first next year, which – I think we're all going to project here in a minute to be, you know, like probably 110 or later. I think, I think everybody's probably on board on that. So if you ask me what I give 108, 110, 211, 308 for AJ Brown in, in Fireball Jones, I'm in. I'm trading that for AJ Brown. And, and I know that I am kind of high on AJ Brown, kind of high, very, very high on AJ Brown. Um, but who are you getting at eight in this class? That's, that's, that's mind blowing. Like that to me, like, that's outside the, the Olave, <clears throat> Jamison Williams. It's outside that window. Like you're, you're in the next huge drop off tier. And then next year, you know, you're, you're getting a 10th or later pick or, you know, 10th or later in the first round. So 
Um, I love that trade for Corey. And then as the picks have fallen, I actually like it more, but I definitely see what you're saying. It's, it's hard to trade four picks and an asset for one player. That's, that's tough, but that is the position that he did put himself in, you know, with all those picks, you know, to make that move. Um, the move that he made that I didn't like was when he gave, um, he moved up to 105 last year to take ETN. He gave 109. He gave a first this year, which ended up being 106, which again, that is in that Jamison Williams and Olave window. Um, and then, and he also gave 210. So that was where I felt he was a little impatient. He kind of set Julian up there for, for some success, but um, it just, you know, I guess different, different tastes or different strokes for different folks or however you want to put that. But I definitely see what you're saying. He definitely was a little bit impatient uh, with, with the trade that I mentioned is where I agree with you. Um, but yeah, we'll see. Well, weakness for here for Corey. One, Brendan. Go ahead. One Callum. thing. Yep. What I love about having Corey in the league is he is his own owner and he does what he wants and what he feels is best. And I love that. And he's active in the group chat and it's yes, awesome. Absolutely. And I love that it changes week to week. I love that he, sure, he'll be, yeah, he'll be hot know. on a dude and then he will flip completely. Yeah. And I love that. Love the, it. The reason I traded for Jamar last year is because we moved Colleen out of mm. Notre Dame. And then uh, I had like three or four hours in the car to myself. And I just started thinking fantasy football. I was like, I'm going to go get Jamar Chase, I think. And I think I was just bored. So, uh, you know, he, he just kind of like, I don't know. He gets in these moods and he goes for it. I don't know. Yeah, I love it. What do you got for a weakness here, Brendan? Uh, I already did it. Oh, my bad. Um, for me, I don't think he has a glaring hole. I mean, he was the number two defense last year. I think his his weakness, if there is one, is that he has to rely on his young guys progressing. You know, they if they progress at the standard rate, you know, he's going to be fine. You know, but if, if they don't progress, if he gets what he gets last or got last year, you know, then I, I don't know that he can win a title. Um, but I, I do expect some progression from his team. So, I think he's going to be in a good position this year. Uh, what do you have for a suggested move, Brendan? Um, I My suggested move is that he doesn't do anything right now. Okay. Just stay put, and at, as the trade deadline midseason approaches, do what you got to do then. But right now, let's see how your team does. Yeah, and I, you and I have the same. I, I completely agree with you. He should do nothing but ride this out. Callan, what do you have? Hire a hitman to take care of Melvin Gordon. <laughs> get him yeah. the hell out of town because I am very much in the middle of your thoughts on Javante and Corey's thoughts on Javante. I think Javante could be a top five fantasy back if Melvin wasn't in town. Um, but that, that one was kind of a joke. My more serious one was um, exploring does giving up his third round pick this year and Walt's third round pick next year that he owns, get him into the second round this year. I want him to go get another difference maker this year. What does it take to go get one more fringe starter, one more top tier depth guy? Yeah, that makes sense. Can he make the playoffs this year, Brennan? Yeah, I think he definitely does. Yeah. Kellen, what do you got? 100%. Yeah, I got him locked in. I think he's going to be a force to be reckoned with here. Yep. All right. On to me, gay boy. Uh, what do you have as a strength here, Kellen? <laughs> uh, this is me. Oh, yep. he was calling you gay. <laughs> No, I'm the gay boy. Um, okay, so I yeah, wow. So Jimmy T, Jimmy's team is very strong. I got a couple things to kind of highlight here. So um, my top option I have is the category is called number ones. And what I mean by this is I look at players on Jimmy's roster like Patrick Mahomes, Jonathan Taylor, Devin White, and Derwin James. These are guys ranked at number one at the position or they're extremely close to it. Uh, if they're not one, they're two. If they're not two, they're three. Like they're they're up there. 
Um, so Jimmy's star power is scary. Those four players alone that I listed off in Mahomes, Jonathan Taylor, Devin White, Derwin James, alone, they, that, that could be 100 points a week when they're pumping on all cylinders. It's terrifying. But the other thing I wanted to highlight is um, Jimmy's running backs, Jonathan Taylor and Joe Mixon. That's a tandem that really jumps off the page. I mean, Julian's team, I would say, has the strongest running back core in the league just because he has the depth to go with it. Um, but Jimmy might have the best one-two punch in the league with RB1 and RB5 in Joe Mixon. It, 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 it's a strong, strong group. Wow, that's that's a strong take. <laughs> Which one? Huh? Which one? I think it's pretty uh, – am it's I off? duo, I, I... – I would easily argue Henry and Galvin or Henry, Henry and Camara, but I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. I'm a mixing guy, so I'm biased. What do you got, Brandon? All right, take it back. Jimmy seems sucks. <laughs> Not making playoffs. There you go. <laughs> um, Jimmy, 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 Jimmy. Oh, that one. Um, yeah, I have ownership uh, overall. Somehow you manipulate somebody every year to give you a trade that doesn't make any sense for them. I was the victim many, many times of that. Um, and I think you're going to continue to do it. So any weaknesses that you do have, you'll find a way to fill it. Yeah, I, I hope you're right. I hope that continues. <laughs> um, I'll go as JT and Mixon go. I mean, that, that's pretty much it, honestly. If they stay healthy, I'll be all right. Uh, team weaknesses, what do you have, Callan? Off-season misfortune. The only positive event that helped Jimmy this offseason was Russ to Denver to boost up his Judy stock, but that came at the expense of DK Metcalf stock plummeting uh, out of Seattle. So add in Tyreek to the Dolphins going from Mahomes to Tua. Juju now being on the same team as Jimmy's boy, Mecole. And you gave up a first for linebacker, uh, Joey Bosa. And Daniil Hunter got flipped. Uh, they both got flipped to linebacker. Just terrible, terrible luck. And I wish I could take that linebacker nonsense away because that sucks so hard. Yep, brutal. What do you got, Brennan? Yes, uh, I've. Uh, I think all your wide receivers are in trouble. So McCall's just very all of them. <laughs> the group, yeah, kind of. McCall's inconsistent. Um, Tyrese probably going to have a little regression. Jarvis, uh, just a completely different situation. Who knows what they expect? DK obviously regressed. DJ Moore is still getting mono from Sam Darnold. So <laughs> it, it's just all of all of your wide receivers are just weird spots that I don't know what's going to happen. Yeah, we we have uh, alerted our our wide receiver coach that he is on thin ice. <laughs> He's get get the group together. It's not even uh, his fault. Yeah. Right. I think um, weakness-wise, obviously, defensive line has fallen apart with the, the changes. Nothing I can do about that. Um, just bitch about it is really all I can do to, to fix I'm that. I'm with you. I will bitch all year. <laughs> I'm going to bitch. I'm going to bitch about it, and I, but I don't have a suggestion to, to fix it, so I don't know. Are you going to drop Bosa or Hunter? Like, what no, sucks is, like, no. I'm still not going to drop Josh Allen or Khalil back. No. I'm not dropping him. Yeah, Hopefully you can't. Back. So they're just eating up roster spots, doing nothing. What a pass. Yeah, it is what it is. Um, but tight ends, what I wanted to highlight. I am starting to turn on freaking George Kittle. I did, dude. Same. He is soft. Oh, my God. He's soft. He's as soft as my son, Logan. Like, they close to <laughs> will freaking cry over everything. 
It just, my goodness, come on, get on the field. But yeah, yeah I, just that's it. That's all I got. Uh, what kind of Colleen's here? Colleen, hey, Colleen. Can we say hi, Colleen? Do you have uh, Brent or Kellen? <laughs> Cover Derwin James and bubble wrap and sacrifice some depth to get an above average replacement for Bosa and Hunter at DN. I don't know how you do it, but like Brendan said, you have the ability to just sweet talk or outsmart somebody in the league to, to give you a, a good deal. I don't think you've lost a trade at the time of the trade since me and Brendan have been in the league. So um, you'll find a way. I'm sure you're already working on a way to upgrade your D-end position to, to make up for your misfortune there. Um, I actually got hate emails out to MFL. That's my current you? plan. No, but Cop- I'm going to now that I said it. Copy me in because I'll <laughs> I'll add to the fire. This is bullshit. Um, so, yeah, that's uh, that's my suggestion. I think you're already following it. I think I'm going to explore some some Jonathan Taylor trades just for shits and giggles. I sent a ridiculous offer to Julian just to be funny. I'll uh, give you quad. There you go. I tried that. You didn't want him. Now I can't do it because yeah, we'll did, do it know. now. No, I want three first. I so I offered um, offered to Julian. Derrick Henry, <laughs> Galvin, 101 and 105, which obviously just dicking around. I just thought it was funny. He said, I love he how you always back. refer to Delvin as Galvin. Because that's, that's what he funny. is. If Jeff calls him Galvin, he's Galvin. Such a if someone like just stumbles upon our podcast, they think we're idiots because we call that's him Galvin Cook. And I love it. You could care less. The guy from Ireland's probably calling him Galvin this whole time. And he's just now realizing it's not. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think Julian countered back with like Josh Jacobs in a second or something. So <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was perfect. It's amazing. Um, uh, so playoffs, am I gonna make the playoffs, Brennan? Uh, yes. What about you, Colin? It's a lock. Yeah, I would be very disappointed if I didn't. And I have no assets, draft assets, so I'm kind of all in. I got to do what I got to do. All right, caveman, let's move on to the caveman. What do you have for a strength, Brennan? Wide receiver, Devonta Adams. Though I think he might have a tough start with with Carr, justin jefferson uh he'll have to play around a little bit with whoever the third guy is in that spot but um overall it's a pretty good group yeah what do you got Callan? so just the only team in the league to make it to the championship game in each of the last two years so obviously that core is strong he did just sell off dalvin who was a part of that core um but I think a strength – I tried to go a little off the board here. I mean, it's easy for these good teams to just identify a big strength. But I wanted to kind of go a layer deeper here. And I think a big strength of Jeff's team is the number of second-year guys he has that could take the next step. I'm looking at Quiddy Page, Javon Holland, Jamin Davis, Elijah Moore. Jeff had a decent amount of picks last year in the first and second round. Uh, I would say all of them showed at least some promise uh, last year. So – if some or all of these guys could take a ne- uh, the next step forward in year two, then Jeff, even without Dalvin, has a crazy strong team at all positions. Yeah. I mean, I, I had that that duo as his strength, obviously Jefferson and Adams. And I know a lot of people are thinking Adams is going to take a dip, and I just I struggle with it. I think he's still going to see his 10, 11 targets a game, and if he's getting those targets, like he's, he's going to produce. So I think he's going to be fine. Um, team weakness here. What do you have, uh, Brennan? A running back. So he's yeah. got Austin Eckler, who had a monster season last year. But I don't know. I really don't like the read the rest of the group at all. So fortunately, he only has to play one, and he's got a good wide receiver core to kind of help negate that. But 
If Eckler goes down, he's in trouble. Yeah. What do you have, Kellen? Yeah, I'm glad I had an honorable mention here because my first one was the running back core went from two dominant options to just one guy and no depth. Uh, but the honorable mention was he refuses to get a tight end. <laughs> just, just refusal at this point. Like, come on, man. Well, I mean, at least, you know, Carson Wentz is going to pepper targets to, uh, oh boy, what is it, Logan Thomas now? So, I mean, yeah. at least he's got that, but Logan Thomas does have a torn ACL and might not be ready for week one. So there, there's He's always there. injured. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just gonna go no tight end. There you go. Rule change. No tight yeah. end. Just for Jeff. There you Decline. go. <laughs> um, yeah, weakness for me. You know, I I love that he was able to keep Alexander Madison in that Galvin deal. Um, but he, you know, he I think he's totally banking on Galvin getting hurt and and Madison being able to step in and, and play for him because that spot, you know, it doesn't have to be a running back, but it, if let's say it's a wide receiver, you know, I mean Tyler Boyd is his wide receiver three, which he's solid. Um, but after that, you know, you're gambling on Paris Campbell or Elijah Moore, you know, KJ Osborne, potentially, maybe, I doubt it, but maybe, you know, so that's, that's tough. You know, I think he's going to draft another wide receiver this year. He's had pretty good luck drafting wide receivers, obviously. Um, so I do expect him to do that and, and be a, a one running back four wide receiver guy going forward. I think that's going to be his play. Um, what do you think he should do? What's your suggested move here, Brendan? Go get one of Julian's running backs. Oh, we just traded the running back to Julian. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, what? Yeah, go get Delvin Cook, Jeff. Yeah, go get oh. Delvin. <laughs> I didn't even think of that. That's hilarious. <laughs> what if you can make some profit on the trade back? <laughs> yeah. He's go older since I traded him to you. It's like draft day, the movie. Yes, exactly. Maybe you can get Derrick Henry. All you got to do is trade with the Jaguars. You'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> I love this. All right, so trade back for Galvin. Brennan, you want me to go? You want to think of another one? <laughs> no, that's fine. I stand by okay. it. It is what it is. What do you got, Kellen? Uh, F them picks. So Jeff has 1.09 and 2.07. The picks I'm more concerned about is 4.13, and next year is second from Julian, and next year is fourth of his own. Uh, so 1.09, 2.07, I'd say you're good there. Maybe you can package in 4.13. Uh, and the second and fourth that he has for next year, move up somehow. Um, can you get into, you know, can you package that with 2.07, get back into the first round this year, come away with 1.09, another first round pick, something like that, or move up into the, the second or third round somewhere? Uh, I, I think Jeff doesn't have an option. I think he's all in. So, I mean, there's no, I don't think, I don't see, think he's rebuilding. He's got a very strong team. I mean, he's won. I mean, he's been to the championship the last two years. So, yeah. you know, get it done, you know. But yeah. my honorable mention is his quarterback gets to throw the ball to Cooper Cup. So, that's, uh, <laughs> uh, you know, just be happy about that. That's a great point. I hadn't considered that. Yes. Um, I think he's got to lean into this uh, four wide receiver starting lineup. I think he's going to draft or trade for more wide receivers. And then, you know, I, I think if his IDP progresses, you know, year, year two to year one to year two, that's good. Um, he may spend a little more assets there. You know, he was the number six unit defensively in the league, you know, and if you're trading Galvin, you know, you have to, you got to get better somewhere. So to me, he's got to either draft and, and I, I think like he's kind of like one foot in one foot out right now, you know, like, 
trading Galvin, he's kind of signifying like, look, I know that with this core, I didn't get it done. So I'm going to try to extend my window. But then again, can I still get to the championship game with this, with this unit, or am I going to try to rebuild? So I don't know where he's going to go. He kind of made two, you know, in a matter of, you know, less than six months, right. He makes a big trade for Stafford goes all in for the title. It didn't work out right at the doorstep. Um, but then trades Galvin. So it's like, he's kind of, he's kind of going both ways here. So yeah. I'm not sure um, what he's going to do, but if I were him, I'd probably lean into that four wide receiver setup and, and try to go get, you know, a, a mid tier, you know, that wide receiver 25 to wide receiver 35 range and get one of those guys and, and plug that hole. Uh, can you make the playoffs this year, Brendan? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. But I do you, think his window is closing. Yeah. Do you think he's a lock then? Yeah, he's a lock. Okay. Callum, what do you got? He, he's a lock. 99% sure. Yeah. Yeah. I, I do have him. Serious disaster. I do have him in, um, but I don't think he's a lock um, because if Eckler goes down, I think he's in big time trouble unless, you know, it just happens to coincide with Dalvin getting hurt and Madison stepping up. But yeah, that, that would be tough to overcome, but I do think he's going to make the playoffs. All right. Last and least Kellen, Brennan, tell us about the strength on Kellen's team. Yeah. So I just got off the press team do... name is now fire up Irish tigers, MBA. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> It'd be the dumbest name in the world. <laughs> um, I just decided not to do Kellen's team, so I'm getting this off. <laughs> I, love I just it. stopped after Jeff. Um, <laughs> this is perfect. Kellen, you go. Are you serious? Oh my god! Yeah, I'll go. Um, um obviously so- Cooper Cup, Jamar Chase. That's that's the best duo in the league. Um, you're gonna you dominated from that five four wide receiver lineup. You know, obviously, Corden Sutton got a huge upgrade with Russell Wilson. I mean, he was he was a guy, ascending player in his second year, had a thousand yards. I think he had ten touchdowns. He was looking like he was going to absolutely break out, tears his ACL, sets him back a couple years. But you know, he's he's set up to succeed with Russ, no doubt. Uh, Claypool, perfect guy as that that wide receiver four, boom bust. I mean, it, it, it's that's a perfect spot. Obviously, with Trubisky, his his ceiling is probably a little bit lower. I know, but but Ben wasn't good last year, so it's not like. He's going from some great white quarterback to some awful quarterback. They're probably statistically going to be pretty similar. So um, getting Cam Akers back, you know, a lot of people have been absolutely trashing Cam Akers. Uh, I don't get it. I don't understand. Yeah, I mean, and he played a lot of t- – I heard this – again, I heard this today. Mowing the yard. Played a lot of tough defenses in the playoffs, run defenses. Yeah. Offensive yeah. line was terrible. He was just coming back. So I, I think the hate has gone too far. Um, but, you know, getting him back on a team that just won the championship and did it without him, I mean, that's obviously valuable. And then, obviously, the draft assets – Six first, four seconds in the next two years, and just won a title. Like that's, you'd have to screw this up, Kellen, to uh, to make this bad. So I'm gonna try. Go ahead, to. Kellen. Talk about yourself. Swoon. Black sport. No, so I'm not gonna be. Long. He loves I talking mean, about himself. My, I mean, <laughs> I, my team is in very good shape overall, but what makes the difference on my team, especially my offense, is, is ownership. Uh, Jimmy. <laughs> It's <laughs> my great decision making. No, um, it, so Jimmy mentioned. Would you say Jamar and Cooper Cup? Yeah. Um, yeah. But I, I would add Najee to that. I, I call it kind of my trio. So I mean, conservatively, that's two top five wide receivers in in a redraft format, and then a, a top five running back. And overall, it's three. I would say top ten fantasy players in redraft formats. So I mean, my team is strong overall. But those are three guys that are like elite fantasy options. So I say that's my strength. Love it. <laughs> I've talked longer about other teams than that. <laughs> uh-huh. Gotta give you shit. 
All right. Uh, no, I might remove a rib so I can. Uh, <laughs> I think Kellen's strength is his uh, draft capital. So any hole that he does have, he has plenty of draft capital this year to go and fix it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, what do you have for weakness then, Brendan, while you're studying? Um, his weakness is that through no fault of his own, he only has two defensive ends. Yeah, yeah, that's that's going to be tough to overcome. Well, I do have Trey Flowers currently unsigned, but, you know. Yeah. What the hell he is. Good old Lions. Um, to me, it's running back depth. It's tough to rely on Rashad Penny. Um, like, I, Akers, you know, I think he's going to be all right. I think he's going to be good. I don't know that he's going to be, like, top 12 running back good, but he's going he's gonna to be all right. Um, but if Najee hurt, if Najee gets hurt, you know, I, I think as far as that high end output goes, it's going to be tough. And I know you like to run, you know, the one running back. So you probably, you know, although Rashad Penny did absolutely go nuts for you in the playoff run there. Um, yeah. But, you know, it, it's uh, it limits your ceiling. That's really, it's really all I got. Uh, what do you think you should do, Brennan? Oh, Wait, sorry, can you, I do my Colin, weakness? What's your, what's your weakness, Colin? Um, it's, uh, I, I think, yeah, you know, I, I got a decent amount of weaknesses. I mean, for one, the ability to keep D linemen. Uh, getting switched to linebackers, Cleo Mack, now Josh Allen, who was defensive lineman number three on a points per game basis last year. Um, that, that one hurts. Um, I went again from the opinion of me that I went from the strongest D line group in the league to now needing to add to the position. Um, and then, uh, my other weakness I have is having any expectations at all for Rashad Penny being reliable because this is what he does. He's going to be, you know, he's going to have a fan base. Now he won people championships. I think he goes down in the preseason. I think he's, like, <laughs> he's going to get in like a bar fight. He, it's going to be something stupid. Like someone's going to take a crowbar to his ACL or something like that. In the midnight he slips and falls on the butter knife. So oh, yeah, yeah, something stupid is yep. going to happen. But then my other one was, you know, my weakness could be, you know, is, is Dak Prescott a difference maker or is he just a black Kirk Cousins? <laughs> <laughs> that was my favorite line of the offseason. I loved it. I loved it. That was fair. true. I mean, my, my team yeah. did very well. Last year. Dak was a liability at times last year. So I'm a Maybe little uneasy. Maybe get Herbert. I, you know, I talked to Matt a lot. His asking price is too high. I, I can't. Maybe I can't. Justin Fields. No, go. I'm good on that too. Miss me with that shit. He meant Jalen Hurts, but he said Justin Fields. Jalen Hurts. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I'm good on both of them. No thanks. There you go. All right. Do you have a suggestion on a move here for him, Brendan? Yeah, he's got one, two, three, four, five tight ends. So you need to move some of them. Yeah. Um, Can probably, I defend that real quick? No. Other than <laughs> other than I don't, our I don't, talk, you're probably not getting anything for anyone. So just drop someone. Okay, but I don't know why anybody drops anybody in the offseason because you don't know what trades are going to happen, what injuries are going to happen. Now, so but... why make a move until you have to? I'll say that. Well, keepers are coming. It'll yeah, get I get um, that. But what if what if I dropped uh, Austin Hooper in the offseason and now there's reports that are probably fake saying he's Tannehill's favorite target? No, I see what you're saying. Yeah, why make a move until you have to? So then right. trade him because his stock's high. Okay, come at me if you want Austin Hooper. <laughs> I, I don't want Austin Hooper. <laughs> I own him. He's not a free agent, so you got to come to me for him. 
All right, so my suggested mood is to trade your two late firsts um, to move those into 2023 firsts. And my reason being is, one, I think it's a better draft class, but two, and most importantly, is to just keep your, your flexibility. Like the word first round pick, I'll give you a first round pick four, is so like dramatic. And keeping that flexibility throughout the year, if Najee goes down or if, you know, by some crazy circumstance, you know, Cooper Cup, the God, misses six weeks or something. You know what I mean? Like it, it continues your flexibility and continues the ability for you to make moves going forward and gives you some potential upside, you know, 13 and 14 kind of are what they are. Uh, but maybe you trade 13 and, you know, it's a team like me, you know, and say I'm in a situation like last year, like Scott was where everybody coming into the year, like, Oh, that's, you know, that's 13 or later. And then, you know, the world falls apart and shit happens or, you know, Brendan, for example, it just happens. So, just that additional upside. That's, that's what I would do. If I were you, I would trade those two firsts and, and get, uh, you know, picks next year. Cause it's not like you need anything. So you might as well just keep the ball rolling and, and keep the flexibility. Hey, I got holes. I'm not, I'm not that sad. No, you're fine. What's your I'm suggested okay. move for yourself? Uh, too many picks, not enough roster space. My, my thought process going into draft season is go get a baller. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. So, so who are you eyeing? You know, I don't know. And I don't know if it's going to be a veteran and I don't know if it's going to be a young rookie, but I got the draft capital to kind of make anything happen. So I mentioned my big three of Najee, Jamar and Cooper cup. Can I make that a big four? That's kind of well, my big. I heard that, uh, you know, back, back channels, Jonathan Taylor could be available. So I didn't know that. And I, I don't know if you heard me, but I said, I got three first for, well, I heard you. I just chose not to respond. Uh, you know what? We'll, we'll talk. There you go. All right, can you make the playoffs here, Brendan? Yeah, unfortunately. We yeah, I think he's a lock. <laughs> yeah, I think he's a lock. Kellen, you can make the playoffs? Uh, if if I didn't, something disastrous happened. Yeah, yeah, it'd be tough. He'll be on the pod every week to discuss. <laughs> yeah, if I if you thought I was bitching about this D-line to linebacker bullshit, you're just waiting here if someone got injured and I didn't make the playoffs. <laughs> All right, boys. Great pod. I appreciate you guys being on here. And uh, HFFL, we tried to keep it under two hours, but I think we got right to it. So, my bad. Oh, well. Put it on uh, speed 1.5. Listen to us talk faster. Let's go. Let's get the talk going. Come on. Somebody accept my awful trades. (laughs) Jalen Hurts is available. (laughs) All right. Talk to you fellas later. See See you guys. That was fun. boys just want to do a quick overview here of the free agency just sitting in the car after work kind of thinking about everything um we'll do a deep depth or a deep dive obviously at some point uh, but just wanted to quickly go over it you know Rashawn Gary ends up being the prize of free agency kind of as I expected yeah obviously I put my five points on him did not get him Rich put his eight on him that's a that's tough uh Kobe takes a tie break there but um big fan of Rashawn Gary huge get there for Kobe in my opinion you know he's uh PFF loves him. Top six, I believe, was his grade last year. Top five pressure rate on the year. I think he's going to be huge. Big, big fan. Then Jeff, you know, Jeff gets Albert O. Hayden Hurst. 
Um, it's kind of funny because I was looking, you know, I was talking about or thinking about how much uh, money Rashawn Gary draw or drew. You know, he brings in 21 points, but uh, the last person to score or to uh, draw this kind of cash was Hayden Hurst in 2020. Um, and he gets 25 bucks that year from three different bidders. So um, it's funny, he goes for a buck today, but nice get there for Jeff. And here he's in Cincinnati now. Uh, he gets Schobert and Willie Gay as well. I don't really necessarily care about Schobert. I'm, I think his fantasy days are probably, the best days are definitely behind him. I don't know if he's got value going forward. I know he's still a free agent here. Uh, Willie Gay, though, I thought was an interesting drop. I'm kind of surprised he was cut, um, but that's a, a savvy ad there by Jeff. Uh, then Orico snipes Walt, gets Alex Highsmith there. Um, nice nice pass rusher for uh, Pittsburgh. I think he, I don't even know who he's opposite anymore. Is he still Bud Dupree? I don't know. Good pickup there. Uh, James Proch, uh, not a fan. I think it was a waste of a buck. I think he's a free agent by the end of uh, probably, uh, what, week after the draft, after a couple runs of fab. I'm sure uh, Proch will be a free agent there. Julian goes hard for Julian Love. Puts his whole uh, five bucks there. Geno Smith and Adam Troutman to Corey. I don't, you know, I like Troutman. I, I ended up cutting Troutman. I do like Troutman. Uh, I think personally I'm just going to go back to my one tight end roots and just stream the position when George Kittle gets hurt. Uh, but Geno Smith, I, I don't, I don't know. I don't see the, the roster space. Again, there's another guy I think who with, within a week after the draft, he'll be a free agent again. I do like the Aziz Ojolari pickup from Kobe. Um, that's a guy, again, that with us doing true position and actually having pass rushers, you know, a player like him is is the kind of guy that is nice that actually has value. You know, this is a valuable NFL player who's actually going to have value in fantasy, so I'm a big fan of that. Uh, Scott blows his whole load there, gets all 10 on Harold Landry. Excellent, excellent defensive end. Um, I would say that most experts say he's probably the best defensive end that was available in free agency. Uh, to me, it was Rashawn Gary, but, you know, Scott gets his guy, locks it down. Um, I do like both of Mike's pickups with Jan Brown and Joe Tryon. I know Jan didn't get any money to go to Oakland. I think he only got like a million dollars guaranteed. Um, but Joe Tryon is a, a nice little pickup there um, as a DN for Tampa. I really like the uh, the potential upside for him. He was first-round pick last year. Uh, Garten gets Marquez Callaway. I I think there's just too many mouths to feed in, in New Orleans, assuming Michael Thomas is healthy. So I, I would personally have left him on the wire there. Uh, but I do like Ryan's pickup of David, David Njoku. Um, I know I've been very critical of David Njoku in the past, especially with Ryan. Uh, we did a, a league that we co-managed together for a while, and, and Njoku was a guy that we did not agree on his value. So I do know that Ryan's been pretty high on him for a while. Um, he got top five tight end money from Cleveland, so I love that ad. And, you know, playing with Deshaun Watson, you know, Ryan's going to get some some double points there uh, when Watson is back. Um, he does pick up Jacoby Brissett. I see what he's doing, you know, trying to cuff himself in the event of Watson missing the whole season, but I don't know if he's even worth the roster spot, really. Kellen spends four on Marcus Mariota. Um, I don't know if this means that he'll be looking at maybe Desmond Ritter in the draft or if he's just hoping for some type of a late career revival here from Mariota. And then Corey rounds it out, uh, Corey Hagerman, with his three on Justin Reed. Uh, solid player. He got a big contract. He got more money than I thought he would get, but I definitely like um, the the idea there with Justin Reed, and if he can go into the Honey Badger role, then he'd be nice to have. But again, just quick little overview, putting out content, just uh, having a hell of a time here. This is this is good. I'm loving this this off season. This has been a lot of fun. Excited to see what happens with the draft here. I think we've got uh, some fireworks, hopefully on display, or hopefully uh, on deck here. So hope you guys enjoy, and uh, talk to you later.